There can be no other than this burn three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to city. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. City FM 
625 Welcome to Thursday October 27 2022 Good morning, bonjour, buenos dias This is the City Breakfast Show Live on your dial 97.3 FM The Bethel Revival Choir Starting us off with the Lord's Prayer Wonderful song Many thanks for joining us. It's always a pleasure bringing you the show. My name is Nathan Carr, sitting in for Bernard Avle. You can join us on the number 0549-986-996. Send us a tweet on at City973, hashtag CityCBS. And you are listening to us on the internet via citynewsroom.com. Start off with our business sense. Brought to us by ADB. Now, ADB has the payday plus just for you. If your salary goes through that bank, wonderful news for you. You can access up to 10,000 CDs or 80% of your net monthly salary. Remember, there's no interest on repayment within 30 days and your money hits your account the same day. For further inquiry, call Meredith on 0243-273-369 or now on 0244-284197. ADB, truly a Greek and more. A business sense comes from Eleanor Roosevelt. He says, do what you feel in your heart to be right for you will be criticized anyway. Do what you feel in your heart to be right for you'll be criticized anyway so you need to believe in your vision whether you take action people will talk if you don't take action people will talk whatever you do you'll be criticized so do what you feel in your heart to be right because at the end of the day it comes down to you not what the next man says but what you feel to be right because you are convinced by that vision you have that conviction and you believe it's right do it. That's where success is. That's our business sense for the morning. Brought to us by ADB. ADB truly are great and more. Coming up next is the newspaper review. This is the City Breakfast Show. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. The power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS.
632. Let's go the City Breakfast Show. The new Super View is upon us. Brought to us by Kel Kids Toothpaste. If the children in the house are resisting brushing their teeth, just give them Kel Kids Toothpaste. Flavor the strawberry and it will give them the perfect taste they need. And it will help them develop a personal attitude towards brushing their teeth always. Good for children between 2 and 6 years old. And it's been approved by the FDA. It's coming from Samara Company Limited, producers of Sasso. Kel Kids Happy Smile. And Fidelity Bank is also bringing us the newspaper review. They've got the Sikaboom promo to help you make money, to help you win lots and lots of it. Just go to any Fidelity Bank, deposit and maintain 300 CDs or multiples of it in your account every month during the promo period and you are there. You can win 100,000 CDs in the grand draw, which is sometime next year. Just open your Fidelity account, make that deposit today and you could be a winner. Fidelity Bank believe with us. And Total Energy is also bringing us the newspaper review. They've brought the quartz engine oil designed with age resistance technology and to help your engine stay strong and will fight against mechanical wear by up to 74, 74%. Don't you want that for your car? If you do, visit any uh, quartz um, or any Total Energy service station and get quartz to keep your engine running efficiently and younger for longer. Alright, let me welcome the guys. Caleb Koda is here. Godfrey Akotobafu is here. Guys, good morning. Welcome to the newspaper review. Good morning, good morning. Nathan. How are we doing? I'm well, all thank right. you. Alright, alright, alright. Let's uh, get into the papers. I don't know what they are saying this morning. Um, what I have, none of them is talking about Persec winning the National Science and Mass Quiz. I don't know if Godfrey has any, but congratulations to them. Yes, seven a living God. Hello, Pemper College. Hello, Pemper College. Good morning to you, Senior Odadie. Hey, 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 hey. Senior Odadie. Okay, Odadie, Senior. Get in time. Fixing poorly performing CD. Government. But they have done well. They have done well. Congratulations to them. It was a good contest. It was quite close. It's okay. It's okay. Small contest. They went to bring all the killers there. Tell them they were bringing giddy giddy giddy. The point is, you have to share. Go again next year. All right. Take heart, Godfrey. Get in times. Fixing poorly performing city government to clamp down on black forex marketeers. President says and reduce size of government to help address economic challenges. Professor Peter Kote is speaking here. Only plenary has Monday to determine fate of three MPs. Speaker says so. Ghana Techie vowed to ratify DTTA, DTAA to boost investment bilateral trade. Ghanaian Times. Front page of the Daily Graphic Constitutional Review. Cap ministers are 35. Mm. Majority minority leaders propose. Right. And then <laughs> NSMQ 2022. Presec okay. now seven time champions. Okay, CD depreciation not natural. This is coming from KT Dazi. That's the president of the Association of Forex Bureaus speaking. Mm. And uh, embark on aggressive domestic revenue drive. This is Issa to the government. Right. Business finder. Government to tighten foreign exchange regime to restore stability and fiscal discipline. Vice President Dr. Baumia is speaking. Newmont, most outstanding mining firm and job creation YEA starts recruitment of 15,000 youth. From Peter, the anchor newspaper goes with the race to lead the NDC, at least on the party level. Okay. 
NDC Council of Elders finally breaks silence after Fugu wearing mosquito. Coward chairman dirty fight. Uh, MPP unleashes attack dogs on defiant MPs. Minister court support of Christian Council. Right. The Chronicle. National security begs CJ to be harsh on Galamse as Justice Bafoboni reviews. Black market trading in Forex must cease now on President Akufado. Bagbin dismisses Chairman Sabonsu's objection raised about absentee MPs. And Second Peter 2.3. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. Their condemnation has long been hanging over them and their destruction has not been sleeping. From Peter, the Daily Guide, Majority Speaker, Clash of Ajoa Safo, GNPC reacts to ASAP in money claims. And Anna's comments on the black market also make it to the front page of the paper. The new, we, uh, the new crusading guy. Bold decisions needed to tackle changes in world economic order. Dr. Baumea, YA to recruit 15,000 community protection assistants. Razak Opoku makes case for Ofori Atta says time to demand his expulsion wrong. And moving Ofori Atta will boost investor confidence. Kweku Kobia. From President the Daily Ghanaian Guide, they are looking at the president's meeting with the AGI. And then IMF report Sub-Sahara Africa living on the edge. Okay, if you go. Well, on let me then let me just give you two more okay, papers. Yes. Then uh, the business analyst uh, gives us a story that is scary after the good news we had <laughs> yesterday. Fuel prices shoot up significantly. Hmm. A liter of petrol now selling at seventeen hmm. Ghana cities. Hmm. <laughs> I felt that. Yes. Forex markets react following government stakeholder engagements, CD gaining strength. If you go to the BNFT, uh, uh, online at least, uh, banks indirectly stifling growth of agric. That's uh, the story they have there. Okay, if you go online, citynewsroom.com says, Cabinet begins retreat on economy. IMF talks today. Democratic and governance group supports dismissal of Fufuriata. On that same topic, NPP MPs agree to wait for IMF deal budget passage before they decide on what to do. On the NDC chairmanship race, we've not endorsed Asedun Ketia, minority is speaking. And Baden asks for expedited action on anti-gay bills, says it's a priority. And um, other stories on City Newsroom. Dot com. It should not be business as usual after IMF deal, Dr. Baumia says. And he says, our foreign exchange regime is loose. Time to tighten it. So that's coming from the vice president's quarters. If you go to citybusinessnews.com, poultry farmers or poultry farmers call on government to revive local industry. Construction chamber joins calls for the removal of finance minister. And $1.13 billion cocoa syndicated loan. First tranche expected to hit BOG account today. On myjoyonline.com, they say it's a record. Premper in tears as Presec uh, in seventh heaven with NSMQ. Premper in what? In tears. I, I like the look on Godfrey's face. Godfrey, don't mind me. Okay. <laughs> floor, price shoot, floor prices shoot up significantly. A liter, Godfrey, like you said, is 17.4. Eight CDs and allow Ofriata to finish IMF negotiations. A co-fado to MPP MPs. Okay, if you go to if you go international on the BBC's homepage, Russian tactics in East Ukraine crazy. That's according to Ukrainian President Zelensky. 
Australian Parliament rape trial abandoned and Samsung appoints convicted heir to top job. So uh, that is a um, uh, story there that's coming in um, from Samsung. All right, let's get into the stories. Okay, let's start from, uh, do, you, do you have the update from the from Parliament? Well, um, on the address of thing. No, not on the address of uh, In terms of the MPP MPs. Yes. yes, so they say that they are going to wait. They have agreed to wait. Uh, until the IMF discussions are done and until the budget passes. So that's why it's on citynewsroom.com. Now, members of parliament on the majority side pushing for the immediate removal of Ken Oforiata as finance minister have softened their stance after meeting the president. They have uh, kowtowed to the president's pleas to have the minister stay in office to seal Ghana's bailout deal with the IMF. The MPs, largely belonging to the MPP, wanted Ken Oforiata and Minister of State and the Finance Ministry, Charles Edubwahim, dismissed over his poor handling of the economy, which is in dire straits. But the President fears terminating the appointment of Mr. Oforiata will disrupt the IMF program and asked the MPs to exercise patience. Now, there's a statement that says the majority caucus said, quote, it had agreed to accede to the President's appeal, end quote. So that's the update there. Okay, well, Dr. Baumia has been speaking on the economy as a vice president, and he's talking about debt sustainability. Uh, his his uh, comments captured by a couple of papers. I'm reading from the Daily Graphic, and he has said the quest to restore fiscal and debt sustainability will require very bold and difficult but firm decisions. He said the economic crisis confronted the country, particularly issues which affected confidence in the economic system, would have to be addressed in different dimensions to make sure the fiscal and debt sustainability were realized. Okay, the Vice President was speaking at the Standard Chartered Digital Banking Innovation and Fintech Festival in Accra, and he said that the foreign, or Ghana's foreign exchange systems appeared to be loose and he mm. believed these loose systems had contributed to the current economic challenges mm. and he maintained that the government and key stakeholders had to look at tightening the foreign exchange regime by reconsidering innovative ways of production. Well, right. Okay. Uh, the spread. Do you have the uh, Forex Bureau's comments? Yes, I okay. do. So, government to come down on black Forex marketeers. Uh, President says so, story by Yao Che. President Nana Kufuado has announced plans by government to drive black currency market operators out of business in Ghana. The president said the government would not allow the black currency market to continue due to its impact on the strength of the city and the determination of exchange rates. The president made the announcement at a meeting between top government officials and Forex Bureau operators at the Jubilee House in Accra yesterday on poor performance of the city. The discussion centered on the state of the country's currency, the turbulence in forex exchange market, and how the situation could be addressed. Quote, the initial impulse for the creation of forex bureaus in Ghana was that at the time when our economy was opening up the liberalization, uh, there was the need to find a mechanism for putting an end to black market operations on the country's currency. Still in the uh, center spread, Godfrey, reduce size of government to help address economic challenges. Issa is speaking to government. Story by Kingsley Asari. Now, the Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research, Issa, of the University of Ghana, says there is an urgent need for the reduction of the size of government in view of the economic challenges the country is going through. That, it said, would bring some confidence in the economy to help address the challenges 
facing the country. Professor Peter Corte, he is the director of ISE, and he made these suggestions during the launch of the State of Ghana Economic Report. And he said that the reduction in size of the government would send some signals to the market and help the country's partners to appreciate the government uh, was committed to cutting down expenditure. He also spoke about the need to embark on an aggressive domestic revenue drive as captured on page 20 of the daily uh, graphic. He explained that the country's current woes had been due to the effects of the COVID-19, but also uh, spoke about excessive spending during the 2020 elections, including borrowing to finance capital expenditure. He said foreign investment had not been flowing into mid-demand pressures, thereby putting an extra pressure on the exchange rate. Mm-hmm. Let me go to Parliament. Yes. Uh, again, uh, majority speaker clash over Adjoasa. For that was uh, interesting yesterday. Uh, it was on City uh, mm-hmm. 97.3 FM. We had it live. The majority caucus in Parliament yesterday questioned the ruling of Speaker Alban Bagben, which said the Privileges Committee cannot make a determination for the House in the matter of Dom Kwabinya MP, Sarah Adjoasa, for two and her two other colleagues. Mr. Bagben ruled that the report of the Privileges Committee on the three absentee members of Parliament is not final, noting that the House would have to go through the recommendations of the report and make a determination. Quote, once a referral has been made to them, that is the Privileges Committee members, the report of the committee does not complete the inquiry into the matter. The report of the Committee on Privileges, just like any other committee, is subject to the consideration of the House by way of motion. However, the majority leader, Chairman Sabonsu, argued that the ruling of the Speaker was unfair and fundamentally flawed, asserting that Mr. Bagben is totally wrong in his understanding of the Constitution. Quote, you have taken us on torsion and you have taken us on torsion and a torturous journey, and I must state that I don't know where you have taken this house to. Mr. Speaker, by way of conclusion, you said the house will go through the recommendations of the report and make a determination. You have made a ruling that I totally disagree with. I think it doesn't sit with the Constitution. And then there was a back and forth about his choice of words, the use of unfortunate <laughs> over there. Governor, there's a story in Business Finder um, that you will like. Local substitutes for cement production in the often. This story is written by Julius K. Sachi, and it says Deputy Minister of Trade and Industry, Mr. Michael Otribefi, has urged cement manufacturers in the country not to relent in efforts to introduce local substitutes like clay and limestone into the production of cement to reduce carbon dioxide emissions. Cement manufacturers, together with the regulatory authority, are working on local alternatives for clinker uh, contents for cement manufacturing, but could be lowered to reduce the high contribution of cement to COS emissions, carbon dioxide emissions. The deputy minister was speaking at a forum with stakeholders in the building and construction sector about local substitutes for cement and concrete production on the theme, reducing carbon dioxide emissions, the role of local substitutes in cement manufacturing. Well, let me take you to the business analyst. Uh, fuel prices have gone up. Yes. According to them, they say that fuel prices have shot up significantly even before the Fed night review of petroleum products on Sunday. Mm. Uh, checks uh, indicates that petrosol and engine, two international brands, have increased prices for both petrol and diesel. Petrosol is now at 17 Ghana cities per liter. Engine's liter of petrol is going for 17 uh, Ghana cities. Now on page 5 of the same uh, business analyst paper, they are saying Gary Olunka is now 20. Ghana cities. Mm. That's in the Ashanti region. Uh, it was being sold at 18 Ghana cities, but it's gone up whilst the bag, which was selling for 370 Ghana cities, is now going for 420 Ghana cities. Mm.
Go for it. On uh, page 2 of the Chronicle 3, rather, National Security begs Chief Justice to be harsh on Galamseas. Story by Benis Besse. A Justice of the Supreme Court, Paul Kujo Bafoboni, says officials of the National Security approach Chief Justice Kwesi Aninyabua with a plea to convince judges not to allow illegal minors, Galamseas, to go scot-free whenever they are arrested and brought before the court. According to him, National Security officials who approached the CJ were the view that the judges do not really know what is going on, so when the police and soldiers go out and arrest Galamseas, they should not allow them to go scot-free. He said this while representing the Chief Justice at the fourth seminar and annual general meeting held by the Licensed Surveyors Association of Ghana in Accra yesterday, Wednesday, 26th October 2022. The meeting was under the theme, Changing Phase of Cadastral Surveying for Effective Land Management. Seriously speaking, there was a time that the National Security came to the Chief Justice and while we were jaw-jawing and discussing what exactly should be done, they came with a plea to the Chief Justice that we should talk to the judges and that the judges do not really know what is going on. So, when the police and soldiers go out and arrest Galamseas, who are actually causing a lot of havoc, the judges allow them to go scot-free or find them. Mm. Well, uh, if you go to page 2 of the Anchor the 87 River Police story is here. It's been running the whole week. Uh, but I'm interested in the NDC Council of Elders who have finally broken their silence on page 3 of the paper. And the story by Giftiata says that the Council of Elders of the NDC have finally broken their long silence weeks after looking on while two of its top national executives went bonkers in the media. In a twist of events following criticism and condemnations, the Council chaired by Alaji Muhammad Idrisi seemed to have found his voice as a caution that the campaign to elect national officers of the party should not shift their attention from the current economic hardships under the NPP. Go for it. Transport fares are up by 19%, effective October 29. But some people are saying that at some bus terminals, uh, it has been affected already. Here are details. The Ghana Private Road Transport Union, GPRTU, has announced that effective Saturday, 29th October 2022, transport fares are going up by 19%. Quote, we are finally arrived. We finally arrived at 19%. Abbas more spokesperson of the GPRTU told Asase 99.5 FM on Accra in Accra on Wednesday. Quote, it takes effect from Saturday 29th October 2022. We will sensitize people and our drivers ahead of the takeoff dates. Okay. Other stories? Yes, let me take you to page 6 of the Daily Guide. Daily Guide. Yes, the Ghana National Petroleum Corporation, GMPC, says its attention has been drawn to a publication by Africa Center for Energy Policy, that's ASEP, and Imani Center for Policy and Education, titled How GMPC's Decisions Further Harm Ghana's Battered Economy. According to GMPC, it was appalling that ASEP and Imani perennially spew negative and unsubstantiated comments throughout the media, especially when they have not directly approached GNPC for its Mm -hmm. opinion. Nonetheless, GNPC is transparent and ready to provide any information to ASAP and Imani. Uh, They then go on to explain their side of the story. Okay. All right. Uh, Just a bit of an update concerning the uh, government on the economy. I should have plugged this earlier, but of course, better late than never is still on. Uh, Today, for those who did not know, the, the government is having a, a retreat, a cabinet retreat, to deliberate on the economy as government's negotiations with the IMF nears completion. Now, the president in the last two days engaged relevant stakeholders on how best to revive the economy. Now, the um, economic management team will also meet or is meeting to um, 
appraise itself of some of the recommendations as the country gets closer to the end of the year. Now, all of that is being attributed to the Minister for Information, Kojo Pongkrumah, and the story is on citynewsroom.com. So, we'll, we'll find out what exactly the fallout will be mm. from the retreat. It's starting from today, uh, tomorrow, and it will end on Saturday. And after that, the President will address the nation. As for when exactly he does that, we are yet to find out. We are talking Sunday. Okay, Sunday, yes, fine, Sunday. So, so that works. That's a very uh, heartwarming story on page 13 mm. of the Daily Guide. Civilians arrest illegal miners. Oh, wow. Three civilians have apprehended two people who are illegally mining for gold in the Sunsu River at Insuayam Number 2 in the Ashanti region. The two case suspects are Abubakari Sadiq and Bawa Dauda. The police are on the heels of their three accomplices who managed to escape arrest. Mm. According to the story... Uh, the trio, Alaji Ali, Salifu Yaweji, and Paul Nkrumah, had credible information that about five people were using Shanfan machines to mine for gold in the river. Armed with this information, they rushed to the Sunsu River hmm. and found five males busily searching for the precious mineral. Hmm. Three out of the five illegal miners managed to flee from the scene, leaving their two colleagues behind, who were quickly apprehended and handed over to the police. So well done, Alaji Ali Salifu, Yao Eji, and Paul Nkrumah. We hope the Lord deals with them um, vig- uh, rigorously and, mm. you know, with respect to all the things on well, the statute books. Yes, constitutional review. Let me yes. uh, wrap up yes, that's, uh, that's, with that's, that's that one. The 1992 constitution has to be amended to place a limit on the number of ministers and justices of the Supreme Court appointed by the president. The majority of minority leaders in parliament have advocated. Speaking at a seminar on constitutional review last Tuesday, the two leaders in parliament were of the view that the lack of a ceiling for those appointments was unsustainable and a bane to good and efficient governance. For the majority leader, the country needed not more than 35 ministers, including regional ministers, while the number of justices of the Supreme Court should be limited to 15. The minority leader, Harun Adrich, on the other hand, said ministers, including deputy and regional ministers, should not exceed 65. Hey! With the number of Supreme Court justices pegged at 13. I also have a, a, a proposal. Cup ministers, everything. At 20. Including 20. regional. Everybody. We have 16 regions. But there are 16 regions. 20. Justices of the Supreme Court. That was 7. Go for the 20 there. <laughs> 20 there what? The people plant you. 20 there what? We have 16 regions. How big is this country? Okay. Okay, you, you, m- maybe we'll get into that a little bit. So, finance. You don't. How big is this country? Okay, you wait. We'll, we'll get into that a little later <laughs> on the show. We'll try and get more details yeah, from I'm God thinking, Maybe Vice President Odobo as Finance Minister. So that we don't have that. Oh, what's happening? Okay, we'll think Ooh. about that. We'll think through it. That's <laughs> thank you, Godfrey. Thank you, Kelly. That was a newspaper review. Uh, coming up shortly is the City Business News. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Coming up shortly is the City Business News brought to us by MTN and the Momo month is back and it's giving you several more reasons to smile. Just download the Momo app and install it and earn more points while you use it to send money by airtime or data from your wallet or just pay for goods and services with a QR code or merchant ID. Don't slack because there's 5,000 CDs to be won every single week this month. You can also check your points by dialing star 170 star. 
And if a salaried worker access bank is excited to tell you that you don't need to wait for payday to get paid, just simply jump on the access bank payday loan by simply dialing star 901 star 11 hash now and get your loan in 60 seconds, no documentation required. With access bank, any day can be payday. Access bank, more than banking. And your oil marketing company of choice, Goyle, is also bringing us a new super review and they are making things convenient for you. You can pay with mobile money when you make your floor purchases at all their service stations. Just visit all their social media handles on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter to get more info on where exactly you can do that. Goyle, good energy, Goyle. Enterprise Life is also bringing us the city business news And Enterprise Life is on a constant lookout to make your lives better Now you can make your premium payments at any APSA or CBG branch near you Without even being a customer of both banks All you need is your policy number, a valid national ID And the amount you wish to pay Enterprise Life is your advantage Natalie is here She's got the latest from the world of business Welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle, Enterprise Life, Your Advantage. Access Bank, more than banking and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, Association of Oil Marketing Companies call for speedy measures to check city depreciation to enable their businesses stay afloat. Meanwhile, government to announce measures on how it intends to deal with the loose foreign exchange system in the coming days. To our stories now. Oil marketing companies in the country risk being put out of business due to the fast depreciation of the city, which is eroding their margins. The Association of Oil Marketing Companies has revealed that many of its members are struggling to stay afloat as some of its members are selling at a loss due to the constant hike in the dollar. Chief Executive Officer of the Association, Kwame Ajimandia, stressed that the challenge with the currency must be tackled to prevent many players in the space from folding up. He spoke at a stakeholders forum organized by the National Petroleum Authority. Now our margins are like this, and sometimes even brand has a loss. I go to some OMCs, they give me some analysis, I look at it, and you know, for petrol, they're not making anything. So the little that they can make on diesel, which is keeps them going, and some of them, as many as eight months, they have not paid their workers. Can you imagine? And that's the average. So some of the workers are, they don't, some of them don't even want to go to work. So that's the situation we find ourselves. So there's a need. We, um, we say that we've done a good work with the team, but I was wondering as I said, hey, so if this is a good work, I don't know if you didn't do anything what will happen but we still have to do work the parameters are something we cannot control but we need to look at us it again and uh, see how best we can redeem ourselves from these dundrums the way it is we don't do anything about, about it you see some ways are going and the last count when they had they were talking about some people who are not paying those things those people who are not paying if you look at them averagely they have been around for just about average of four years Already some oil marketing companies have begun revising their prices upwards despite an end to the second pricing window for the month. 
OMCs like Goyle and Total have adjusted their prices upwards by about a city and are selling diesel at 15 cities 99 pesos and 16 cities 99 pesos per litre respectively. Others like Petrosol and Engine Ghana currently are trading petrol for over 17 cities per litre and diesel for more than 19 cities per litre. Mr. Jumandria stressed that these adjustments have become necessary to enable OMCs make fuel readily available for the consuming public. So now, we have come to where we are, and I don't think it will be, mentioning the figures, like I said, it will be prudent for us to be sitting down, waiting for another two weeks to change figures. It's not going to work. If you continue like this, but you will, will not see SMAS, if it's going to happen. A lot of us will have to fold up, because it's pretty, pretty difficult. And I'm not advocating that we should go increase prices. As of this morning, I heard that some OMCs, I responded to the call, not the call from anybody, the call to the FS and what is happening, to appropriately uh, react. And they have reacted. And that's what we are going to see. I know some drivers will not be happy. I know some people will not be happy. But that's what it is. The issue now is you either have the petrol at a certain price or you don't have the petrol at all. Kweku Ajimandua is the Chief Executive Officer of the Association of Oil Marketing Companies. Government will in the coming days present a raft of measures to address the continuous free fall of the city. According to Vice President Dr. Mahamud Ubaumia, Ghana's foreign exchange systems appears to be loose. This, he believes, is attributed to the current economic challenges confronting the country. Speaking at the Standard Chartered Digital Banking Innovation and Fintech Festival, he said that government and key stakeholders have to look at tightening the loose foreign exchange regime by reconsidering innovative ways of production. We also have to look very clearly at our foreign exchange regime. It's very clear that it is quite loose, and this is why we're, we're, we're going to be working uh, to see how we can tighten the foreign exchange regime. And, of course, I think that some of the details around some of these pillars I'm talking about uh, when the president addresses the nation, hopefully by the end of the week, some of these details will be fleshed out uh, in more specifics. But in, in broad terms, I think you cannot address the current economic crisis without addressing the fiscal and debt sustainability, without addressing um, the production side, without addressing the, the foreign exchange regime and, and what allows us to lose a lot of foreign exchange. But more importantly, if we are going to address this, um, this economy must be digitalized. Vice President Dr. Mahamud Baumia speaking there. On the interbank foreign exchange market, where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar remained unchanged and is selling at 13 cities. The British pound gained 4 pesos and is selling at 15 cities, 1 peso. The euro gained 5 pesos and is selling at 13 cities, 10 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus within the capital, the dollar is selling at 14 cities. The British pound is selling at 15 cities, 30 pesos, and the euro is selling at 13 cities, 60 pesos. Now, the Bank of Ghana says it is working in collaboration with stakeholders to ensure the centralization of a consumer data system to protect the citizenry from digital fraud. First Deputy Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Maxwell Opokwafari, says the central bank has tightened its regulations to achieve this. He spoke at the Standard Chartered Digital Bank Innovation and Fintech Festival. When to fulfill the mandate in the National Payments Infrastructure Roadmap, the Bank of Ghana, in collaboration with the Ministry of Finance, the Ministry of Communications, the Office of the Vice President, and other relevant stakeholders, have been working rigorously 
together to set the foundational digital infrastructure base of the economy in place. The ongoing SIM card registration exercise being championed by the National Communications Authority has our full support. We'll ensure the centralization of KYC data to boost delivery of financial services devoid of fraud, thefts, and opportunities for money laundering and financing of terrorism. The consumer should be at the center of our collective efforts. As such, the bank will not relent on its efforts to protect them. It is in this vein that the Bank of Ghana has developed an artificial intelligence-powered automated consumer complaint system. I believe this community refers to it as a chatbot, but we have dubbed it Akushka. That was the first Deputy Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Maxwell Opoku Afari. Economist Dr. Patrick Isuming has voiced his disagreement with calls for the dismissal of the Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ernest Addison. As the country's economic woes intensify, there have been mounting pressure on President Akufado to sack the Finance Minister Keno Furiata and his Deputy Minister, as well as the Governor of the Central Bank. Reacting to the news with City Business News, Dr. Patrick Isuming said, there is no justifiable reason why Dr. Ernest Addison should be sacked. The governor of the Bank of Ghana, it's not clear to me why anybody will ask him to, to be removed as well. But the substantive part is that, I mean, from, from the monetary policy point of view, it appears that the, gov- the, gov- the governor has done as much as he can do. Some may argue that maybe the rate increment has gone a little bit too far, but it's hard to argue, make a strong case for why anybody should think that he should be removed. Yeah, I think as for the finance minister, it appears that confidence in his ability to manage the current situation has gone down. When the E-Levy debate was going on, he was at the forefront, convincing and trying to tell Ghanaians that if we pass the E-Levy, a lot of our problems will go away. We pass the E-Levy and our problems haven't gone away. And then also, he has been making definitely statements that we won't go to die, and then we're going to die. So I think even the current depreciation of the currency, there are some of us who think that you know, some clear policy, communication of policy direction, especially from the finance ministry, would have been helpful. That has not been forthcoming. So it's not too surprising to hear that people from his own party are now asking him to step aside. Economist Dr. Patrick Isuming speaking there. Let's now join Gideon Amwenichi of Data Bank for the latest updates on the bonds market. The Ghanaian secondary bond market commenced this week on a lively note recording a total market turnover of 1 billion Ghana cities out of trades in 42 bonds. The March 2024 three-year bond saw significant interest, trading at an average indicative yield of 35.07%. The Vitaban bond index closed the session lower, expanding the year-to-date loss to 21.59%. On the money market, the Ghanaian Treasury will offer 1.12 billion Ghana cities across the 91-day to the 3-4-day bills on Friday, 28 October. At the last auction, the 91-day yield closed at 32.16%, while the 182-day yield cleared at 33.08%. The 3-4-day yield is quoted at 32.07%. That was Gideon Amwenichi of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle and Enterprise Live, your advantage. Access Bank, more than banking and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Netelinetti. Have a good business day. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
7.13 Coming up shortly is kickoff A wrap of all that's uh, hot From the world of sports And that's brought to us by Lecheho Have you updated your records with Lecheho? Remember that as a director from the Bank of Ghana The Ghana card is now the only accepted ID For all financial transactions Visit any Lecheho branch near you To update your records with your Ghana card to enable us serve you faster and better you can also send a whatsapp message to 0574065958 or 0302 shareholder let's improve lives Benjamin Nketiah is here he's got the latest from the world of sport Champions League is uh, match day <laughs> did he hear the Barcelona fans yesterday <laughs> Barcelona say you will fight some mafia. <laughs> I've never seen a team in, in, in more denial than Barcelona. Like, look, fix your problems. Fix your I, problems I, and stop this. I, I ran into um, a Barcelona fan yesterday. Uh, yesterday, sorry, I went sorry. to the pharmacy. And <laughs> he said, no, don't call him. I said, ah, qualify away. <laughs> Do you know that your fate is in the hands of Inter Milan? If they win, no, you are going down. They need a Victoria Pilsen to either get a win or <laughs> draw. And that was not going to happen. Charlie. Yeah, I just want to say good morning to Frankie Dion. <laughs> yeah, so the boys were misbehaving on... And, and good morning to all the Team Nia people from Barcelona. You know, they went on a, a certain run when they were buying these players. Everybody said, wow, the team is back. We are back. Frankie Dion. We did. Frankie Dion. We did. You, you are here. <laughs> You let's let's get let's get into the news. Headlines Ghana Premier League clubs eagerly await the resumption of the league following the dismissal of Ashcold's injunction. Barcelona dropped to the Europa League after losing heavily to Bayern Munich in the UEFA Champions League. And in the NBA, the Los Angeles Lakers lost again while there were wins for the Milwaukee Bucks, the Raptors and the Miami Heat. Let's start off with some local news in Accra Hartofolk head coach Slavko Matic has urged fans of the club to be patient with the team. The Phobians are yet to win a match this season in the Bet Power Premier League and were knocked out of the CAF Confederations Cup. With the resumption of the league imminent, the Bet Power League uh, with the resumption of the Bet Power League imminent, Matic is set to take charge of his first game at the club against BBNE Gold Stars and believes that the team will come good. Expect one professionalism, one uh, dedicated work, uh, discipline of my team. Because uh, I like to say how how big is one one club. Uh, uh, you can see on the pitch how looking the team. Uh, I believe in these guys. I believe in the, this team because they take came also. Uh, millions of fans. Uh, just I want to send this message to supporters. Uh, to give us little time, and I believe with good work, uh, very fast we will see results. Slavko 
Slavko Matic is head coach of Accra Hearts of Folk. Let's move on to some other stuff. And Legon City's football club have welcomed the resumption of the Bet Power Premier League. The competition was suspended for about four weeks after Ashanti Gold Sporting Club filed an injunction to halt the top flight after they were found guilty of match manipulation and demoted to the second division. However, after the High Court nullified the injunction filed by Ashanti Gold, the league is expected to resume this weekend and the Accra based club said they are ready to continue from where they left off. Off. Let's now get into our World Cup fact series today in Qatar. Evans of Uchumanso looks at the biggest stadium to host matches at the tournament. Welcome to today in Qatar. The Lucille Iconic Stadium is one of eight stadiums being converted for the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar. It is owned by the Qatar Football Association. The Ediface will host 10 matches during the FIFA World Cup, including six group stage games, one round of 16 match, a quarter-final clash, one semi-final game, and the grand finale. The stadium is the biggest in Qatar, with an 80,000-seater capacity. Like the other stadiums planned for the World Cup, the Lucille Stadium will be cooled using solar power and a zero-carbon footprint. It was inaugurated on the 9th of September 2022 with the Lucille Super Cup game. After the World Cup, it is expected to be reconfigured into a 40,000-seater stadium. Excess seating will be removed and other parts of the building repurposed as a community space for shops, cafes, educational facilities and a health clinic. So you heard Evans Ofochu Manso uh, coming through there with today in Qatar. Let's now get to the recap of the UEFA Champions League. Games were played yesterday. Uh, Club Bruce Football Club Day uh, kept a clean sheet all the way up until March Day 5 and let the floodgates open. And speaking about Club Bruges, they have Ghanaian interest. Uh, Dennis Odoi plays his football for Club Bruges as well as Kamal Soa. Kamal Soa was not available in this game because of a suspension, but it did not stop them from losing by four goals to nil against Portuguese side FC Porto. In time, Milan were up against Victoria Pilsen, and Victoria Pilsen needed to draw or win to give Barcelona a chance of qualifying in their game. In the end, they were hammered by four goals to nil by the Syria R side. Ajax Football Club were also at the Johan Cryo for when they took on Liverpool Football Club. Liverpool uh, beating Ajax comfortably by three goals to nail. Atletico Madrid and Bayer Leverkusen played out a 2-2 draw. Callum Hudson-Odoi, um, Jeremy Frimpong and a couple of other Ghanaian uh, Ghanaians in that particular game. There was also a game between Frankfurt and Marseille. Frankfurt beating Marseille by two goals to one. Napoli were up against Rangers. They won that game comfortably, winning by three goals to nil. And then Tottenham Hotspur, they continue to struggle in the Champions League, this time drawing 1-1 with Sporting Lisbon. Let's listen to Tottenham Hotspur head coach Antonio Conte, who was not happy with how things played out. But the end, but the end, I think that the, the ball was uh, in front of Kane, and the, the goal is a uh, goal. I don't understand. They we are uh, on the line that they, they put. It's very difficult to comment uh, this decision. I repeat, and uh, we are, uh, yeah, I think, is uh, creating uh, damaging, a lot of damaging. Yeah, but we have to accept. Uh, I want to see if we stay in another uh, stadium or another. Uh, or, or big team, big team, if they are ready to disallow this, uh, this type of goal. Yeah, I, uh, I'd like, I'd like to know this. You feel injustice at the moment? Yeah, a lot, a lot injustice. Yes, a lot injustice. Because I repeat, I don't like uh, this type of, of a situation because I see not, posi- not positive things.
So you had Tottenham Hotspur head coach Antonio Conte speaking there. The Europa League is today. And as part of the Europa League, Man United manager Eric Ten Hag has confirmed Cristiano Ronaldo will return to the squad for the game against Sharif Tiraspol. Ronaldo took part in United training on Tuesday for the first time since being dropped uh, following their 1-1 draw with Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Now Ten Hag also revealed that Rafael Varane will be out for the foreseeable future after suffering a reported knee injury against Chelsea uh, last weekend. Now, the France international is not expected to feature for United before the World Cup. Yes, Cristiano's uh, will be in the squad tomorrow. No, I mean, it's, it's not difficult. And, uh, but I think we said everything and we answered all the questions. And so he was um, out for one game and now he's back in the squad as usual. And Rafa Fran isn't in the squad. So um, if you go out, certainly till uh, World Cup. And so he will not play this um, uh, in this block for Man United. Can he play the block? I think so, but... Um, uh, the prognosis, we have to wait, we have to see how it develops, um, how his rehab will develop. Man United manager Eric Ten Hag speaking there. To some other news, and Borussia Dortmund striker Sebastian Allaire is back on the training pitch three months after he underwent surgery for a testicular tumour. Allaire was ruled out for several months in July after Dortmund said he would have to undergo chemotherapy following his 31 million euro move from Ajax. Now, on Monday, Ajax manager Alfred Schroeder revealed that Allaire had asked to train with his former club and is continuing his rehabilitation with the Eredivisie side. Allaire scored 47 goals in in 66 games for Ajax after joining from West Ham United last year and enjoyed a fine 2021-2022 campaign in the Champions League with 11 goals in 8 matches played. So uh, we hope that Sebastian Halle uh, recovers fully and gets back on the pitch soon. Let's finish off with some basketball from the NBA and it was a full slate of games in the NBA. The Orlando Magic are still winless after 5 games. This time they lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers 1-0-3-92 is how that game ended. The Pistons also lost to the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks were on the road for this one, 118-113. The New York Knicks won their game by a single possession, uh, improving to 3-1 on the season. They beat the Hornets and then the Philadelphia 76ers. They continue to struggle, losing by 10 points to the Toronto Raptors. The Milwaukee Bucks were also up against the Nets. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo completely dominating Kevin Durant and the Nets. 110-99 is how that game ended. The Bulls won against the Pacers. The Timberwolves recorded a win against the Spurs. The uh, Utah Jazz also continued to be impressive, beating the Rockets and then the Lakers, uh, also without Russell Westbrook, still losing to the Denver Nuggets. 110-99 is how it ended and then finally the Miami Heat were on the road when they took on the Portland Trail Blazers. The Heat won that one by 119 to 98. That's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Inketia. Kickoff was brought to us by Lesheho. There's more sports at citysportsonline.com The City Breakfast Show Rise above the noise
This is the City Breakfast Show Live on City 97.3 FM My name is Nathan Kwa Sitting in for Bernard Avalon Send us your thoughts and comments 0549-986-996 Send us a tweet on at City973 Hashtag CityCBS Shut up. 
the games begin. Wapa, wapa. birthday messages coming in send them on 0549-986-996 happy 30th birthday to Farida Nakoa Mensa of the judicial service the message says, I don't think she's amazing. I think she's beyond it. God, God bless her immensely from Faraz, Naz, Jawad, mom, dad, and the 92-year-old grandma who refuses to age. This one says, belated happy birthday to my boss, engineer Rubin Kwesi Ankun of the physical planning department of the AMA. I pray to God to continue. I pray that God continues to bless and favor him in all his endeavors. Message is coming from Seth. Another birthday message coming in. So I said happy birthday to my son, Ohene Asedabwa Bing of Christ the King International School. Today's his birthday. I'm wishing him uh, Jehovah's abundance, wisdom, strength, happiness, wealth, joy, and love. Coming from Michael Boabing, ECG Volta. This one is a bit of a public service announcement to the Ghana Police Service or the ambulance service if you can hear. Uh, A message coming in says a motorbike rider is lying unconscious before the toll booth on the Tema Accra side of the motorway. Is it that from the Tema side towards Accra? I think. I mean, the person sending us a message, please clarify well so we can get the suitable bodies to go there. But this month is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and early detection is key in the fight against breast cancer. Now, the bank hospital is organizing free education and a free physical uh, physical examination this month with 50% off mammogram and breast ultrasound scans. (laughs) 
Every Wednesday and Thursday in the month of October, come to the Bank Hospital between 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. for your breast screening. The Bank Hospital is located at Block F6, Shippy Road, um, Cantonments. In Accra, near NAFTA, you can call 0302739373 or send an email info at thebankhospital.com. Think pink, think early detection. And then Norwich New Season is here. The Malta Guinness is inviting you to watch and support the goodness in women's football with the Malta Guinness Women's Premier League. Follow every pass, tackle and goal as our ladies add some style to fuel your passion for football. Follow the Malta Guinness Women's Premier League on our social channels, hashtag Malta Guinness WPL, and watch the matches live on Max TV Weekly. And Priority Insurance is thanking everybody. They are part of the prestigious Ghana Club 100 ranking. They placed 38th. And they topped the non-life insurance companies um, in Ghana ranking. And they thank everybody. They are stakeholders, customers, board of directors, shareholders, and management staff, and everybody who's part of their family. Visit any of their offices nationwide, including all the DVLA offices. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. Priority Insurance, we are on your side. You can call 0553-019060 or 0268-760-264.
Mani bebe me say, Nanya go slow. Say, I'm going to get Yo, 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 yo. Seven forty three. Still the city breakfast show. You can send us your thoughts on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. I something a few days ago. No, uh, uh, this morning. This mm. morning on my drive to work. You know the fuel they ask for their price display doesn't go off. The the <laughs> station may not be working, or they may not have commenced work or operations. But the price there is there. One and it's there live. Live and yeah. clear. Yeah, live and clear mm. and colored. And mm. I noticed, well, I don't know, well, look, some of the reports we read earlier had fuel at, some people said 17. What I saw, petrol at, what, 17. Yeah. What I saw was, let's say 14. It was 13.99. 13.99. Okay. I don't know which, which uh, fuel station is selling it at. Well, listeners are buying for this morning. Yeah, so if you are buying <laughs> yes. for this, uh, how uh, at which price are you buying it? At which price are you buying it? And which station or which fuel or which OMC are you buying your petrol from this morning? But what happened? What happened there? Like, what happened? Yeah, I, was was quiet. I don't understand what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was because the thing is, the review is Sunday. I don't know right? what's going on. So, Charlie, mm. was. I'm just checking a couple of people I know, and some are saying they are looking. Some places are doing 16. Mm-hmm. Um, some places are doing 16. Now, yeah. what happened? I should have perhaps taken note of this because um, my good friend. Uh, this was yesterday. He asked me a question. Mm-hmm. He said, "Charlie, is that fuel price increase?" Mm. I was like, "Not that I'm aware of." And he said, I just bought fuel at the Dazuman Goyal mm-hmm. for thirteen ninety nine. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Charlie, I didn't want to create a scene. But that, <laughs> so no, I just bought it and left. Yes, that's, that's what how much I, I spent yes. a few days ago. That's what I petrol. That's what I saw yeah. on my drive to work. I saw yeah. a Goyal and it was thirteen ninety nine. Yes. At the moment, um I think Shell, the Fuel save super is thirteen ninety nine. Fuel save diesel sixteen fifty. Sixteen fifty. Yeah, and then the V power fifteen sixty five. Really, I see. Yeah, and then the business analysts reported that petrol saw mm-hmm. and another one where they were at seventeen. Seventeen. Mm-hmm. Some people, some reports were even more precise. Seventeen point four three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. What's going on What's here? What's going on? They need to let us know. Charlie, this they need to let us know because we haven't had a, a concrete Ma- announcement for a couple of weeks. Machiavellian yeah. increase. It, it's usually we are given some kind of, not even a heads up, but at least it's announced. But with this, it looks a bit surreptitious. So, again, what's going on? OMC yes, should tell us. Yes. Or NPA should tell us mm. what, what's happening. You know, and... Because, so, uh, Charlie, we're just settling into... <laughs> okay, settling. <laughs> one. No, you know? Nowadays, uh, you wake is... up every day and it's something else. No, but so that so that means that Charlie, if you buy fifty, you can't do fifty. Look, but my, to do fifty. What was the last time you, you went to the pump and said, "Give me 50. Well, because I was driving, you know, um, last the weekend I had one. quite a yeah. trip. Yeah, and I, so I wanted to make sure I had a full tank because I didn't want any trouble on the road, so I had to fill my tank. And the the capacity of my petrol tank is sixty liters. Okay. So I can easily calculate what it's supposed to cost yeah. to fill it. And, but you know, these days, when I go, 
Okay, so I went. I said, okay, feel, I haven't filled my tank in a while. Okay, of, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, it's like nobody has filled like, their tank. Like, in feel like you go. It's like I'm telling you, I'll be honest. I haven't filled my tank. I have a set it's amount. Not. I'll say, okay, I've been doing two hundred, two hundred. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been doing oh, 200, yeah, yeah. 200. Me, I'll try. Okay, two, uh, 200 doesn't really do much anymore. So I'll give me <laughs> for 200 or four. Yeah, but my tank is not that 60 it's liter 60 tank. Liters, petrol. Yeah, yeah. But the, the engine is a 2 liter engine. But the uh, petrol tank capacity uh, is 60 liters. 60 liters yes. Charlie, the last time it was almost 800 cities for me to fill it. I was like, how? Wait. For this car? So with the, <laughs> with the new prices they are quoting, I don't even want to imagine what I'm going to be so, spending so on petrol. Some people are sending us messages. Somebody says I bought fuel at Total around Malam Junction for thirteen ninety nine. Okay, somebody says I bought petrol at Star Oil for fourteen ninety nine. So why are the prices varied? Now, well, the yeah, if we could get an understanding that, on that. Well, the competition is supposed to be there. It's just that we've gotten used to everybody charging pretty much the same thing. Right, but the prices are supposed to be competitive. I think they have that that leeway, but it's still whether it's going to be thirteen, fourteen, whatever. There's been an increase, and we we we, we were not expecting it. So I don't know if this is a new kind of regime where the OMCs decide when and how they're going to increase their prices, you know, at their whim, at their own whim, or. Did we miss something? You know what? What's what's really happening? Or is it at the point now where, because of the the forex issues, they can't? It's like they have to increase as and when. As and when. Do you understand? So that maybe there isn't enough time for them to inform us that there's going to be an increase. We just have to wake up one day and see what the price is at the pump. Okay. You know. Let let, let me let me take you to citynewsroom.com. There's a story there, okay, and it says IES boss warns against using gold to manipulate fuel prices. So there's a story mm-hmm. written uh, on citynewsroom.com and it's there. Let me just um, go through that story. Maybe it can help provide some context and answer a question or two as to the discrepancies or the differences in price. Okay. Now the story says the executive director of the Institute for Energy Security, Nana Amosi the seventh has cautioned the government against using GOIL to influence the market amid further increases in the price of fuel. While he said while he said some fuel stations were starting to sell petrol at over 17 CDs, he said GOIL was not increasing prices. The analyst expressed concern that this would distort the market. And there's a quote, says, Strangely, we find that GOIL is selling something far below what these other marketing companies are putting out, and we are not surprised. You can't use a state institution or KSI state institution to manipulate the market. It is a deregulated market. The least you can do is to manage your forex exposure well, Nana Musi said on Eyewitness News. According to him, the government owes Goyle over 80 million cities, and he warned that this debt could affect the bulk oil storage company. So at least this, this kind of answers one, one bit of the equation. Okay, one bit of the equation. People are wondering why is it that the fuel price at Goyle is different, Star is different, uh, this uh-huh. one is different, that is different. Nana Amosi said that the government was using go kind of cause a bit of a disruption or a distortion on the market. That's his explanation. He is saying that the government should stop using Goyle to do that and that fuel prices have gone up. And that is the explanation why some people are selling 17, 16, that kind of thing. But even the 1399 was unusual. Okay. Mm. Yesterday. Mm. You let's let's listen yes. to um, the CEO of the Association of Oil Marketing Companies, Kwajimendia. Okay. Now he 
uh, of course, the, the context is that some oil companies have started selling petrol at 17, diesel at 19, and all of that. And Kwekajimendia is saying an intervention by the Bank of Ghana could salvage the situation. The pricing is in the hands of the OMC world. And we uh, only uh, make sure that once they price, they use the right formula to price. Uh, and even that one is even uh, uh, audited by the MTA. So we as organizations, we don't do that. But we look, we have a, uh, we just oversight, an oversight on those ones, you know, which we do. But presently, what is happening is so, that... So you give a margin? We don't give a margin. We don't give a margin. In fact, the, the pricing of the fuel is the preserve of the web. So you don't dictate, you don't dictate and say we that... Do, we, do, we don't dictate. We only, we only monitor what is going on. Yeah. And but you are, a group, that, uh, you are a group of OMCs, no? Yes, we are a group of OMCs, yes. Okay, so a group of but, OMCs, but you tell every OMC that you are free to charge whatever you want to charge. Oh, that's that's the, that's the, the power of a deregulation. That was okay. the power which was given to OMC. Okay, but what, so then we have to then rely on competition to, to, to support the market. Good. Oh, yes, basically. Right. Yes, it's the market. Now, yes. what elements go into a liter of fuel? Oh, that's a lot. I mean, that's a I mean aside, aside that's the government taxes, what other um, elements? Obviously, from... obviously, obviously, the the how you bought your, your crude oil, uh, your fuel, that's the, B, uh, the BDC uh, price. That's, that's what we call the S-Final. How the S-Final lands on your desk. As a final price. Then, of course, we order the taxes that comes in. And also, the other ones to do with the UPPF and those ones which come in there. Then, you also add to your margin. That margin I have to add. The margin is what is supposed to take care of your entire cost of operation. Plus, what you have to take of in addition. That's what we call the fuel thing. And that's what total is the price for the fuel. Then the OMC would display that, and it, you say that they do it from fuel station to fuel station. They, they, exactly. They decide. So, what are the do you do you know of the current rates? Oh, the, it, I don't know the current rate. Like you rightly said, it's the pricing varies from one place to the other. You know, and it's the price of the OMC to price as it when uh, uh, factors of uh, uh, the pricing changes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, do do you have some of the prices that have been you have been informed of by some of the OMCs that you would want to share with us, or you would want to leave them to do the display themselves? Oh yes, they have to display. I'm I'm just not in office. I'm just in there. I just went for a meeting and uh, I heard that uh, prices have been increased. You know, and I don't know the level of prices have increased too. But I know that the prices have increased. I know the reason why prices have increased. The reason mean that this forest that we are seeing, once the forest move up, the price will go up. Now, hitherto, what we used to do is that there is a two-week window. Then we have two-week window. Then we, we first. But now, now what's happening is that because uh, the forest is moving so fast, if you have to wait for two weeks, I tell you, the differential will be huge. And that will become the cost to us. So some OMCs have started looking at it and pricing accordingly. 
So that's what's happening. All right. So in simple terms, you bought a gallon for 10 CDs and mm-hmm. or, or maybe $10 and uh, you brought mm-hmm. it into the country. You know how much you're going to get of that. But because of the the speed at which the dollar is abandoning the CD, you are forced to increase that same fuel that you have in your tank. Even though you haven't gone for new supply, you have to increase the the price at which you sell that same The new supply the market doesn't come in there. You know, if you, you work, once you are in business, you have to sell this one and go and buy another one. And now what happens is that because of the city-dollar relationship, even when you buy the fuel and it's being consigned to your your your, your station, whatever, the price gets changes. You are not even putting it into your station. The price has just changed. What, what will you do? How are you going to get money to go back? Change into dollars and go and pay, and go and get another consignment of poor. And that's why you have to. That's why you have to have the the software to be mitigated. And that's what have. Otherwise, we won't get anything. We will be losing money just like that. Mm-hmm. A, a number of groups and groupings have been meeting the executive of the country over these issues. Have you had any meeting with the presidency or the ministers or anybody responsible? And what are they saying to you about the forex issues specifically, which is what is bothering and leading to the problems we are seeing? You know, you know, the import of these products demands about $120 million every every every. More than $120 million every month. And uh, that $120 million is only about 30% of the cost of the procuring the, the, the forest. And that forest, that 20%, 30% can only be made by the Bank of Ghana. There was 70%. Our BTCs have to go to the market and get it. And you know what market is. And the market, you cannot control what is going on with so. It's moving so so erratic that we don't even keep keep pace at it, and that's what's happening now. That's the reality now. Bank of Ghana has done their bit; they're able to supply 30% of the forest of the cost, which is dollars. You know, but the other ones is what is really having effect on us. Mm-hmm. Based on your knowledge of the industry, sir, should we expect the worst, or things would normalize soon? Oh, for us, if you have, you have a, for now, you get assurance of the the dollars that we need to import. That would be fine. But what would assurance be? It's a bank of Ghana we have to go for. And uh, and if you go there, and in all the, if you're going to, remember it's not the only thing that we import into the country, the drugs and all that coming. So obviously, we are at our wit's end now as a country. Yeah. So that was uh, Kweka Jumendia. He is uh, CEO of the Association of Oil Marketing Companies. He was speaking to Umar Sanda Amadu yesterday on Eyewitness News. So um, I think there's some clarity as to why the prices have gone up. Essentially, city dollar tango. That's really at the base of all of it. You know, they usually would they, they work in windows. So. Uh, the two-week window would have kicked in, I think, this Sunday. That's when, you know, when that window comes in, they review prices and all. But looking at the depreciation is so heavy that if they don't increase the prices, they will, they are, they are, they are already bleeding a lot. Hmm. And so that is their explanation for all these, um, 
price increases. So that's that. A lot of the people texting us and sending us messages on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six also confirm the various increases. Some people say, "Well, I bought fuel here; it was at this price." All yeah. of that, all of that, all of that. So um, that's it. That's, I mean, um, hearing the explanation, you know, as as tough as it is, as it is to swallow, um, it's the reality that we're facing hmm. that. On a daily, sometimes hourly, one might even say basis, there's a change in the forex oh, yes. rate. How do you compensate for that as a business owner? As how do you how do you plan? How do you even inform customers that you have to increase your price because if you don't, immediately you will lose. So we are not getting the information, so we can prepare for it. Um, but they're having to make these changes on the go, you know, as and when they happen. It's, it's unfortunate all around, um, but we are, as you said, we're getting a lot of people who are sharing their experience at the pump with mm. us, and it's, it's, a, it's, I mean, it runs across it runs board. Across, Shell, across the board. You know, Shell engine, Goyle, uh, people are sharing prices that they've seen, and they vary. Oh, Obviously, yeah. the sector is deregulated, so it's not like in the past where every petrol or every station is selling at the same price, even though we still see some of that. I think now... Um, <clears throat> There's a lot. There's a lot more of an individual decision, with regards to how much um, OMCs are charging for petrol at the pump. So Shell, thirteen cities, ninety nine pesos. Someone sent that in, and they asked how is the price being manipulated. And the same person said the thirteen ninety nine is also an increment. It's the one that makes sense considering we were at eleven ten. Eleven cities, ten pesos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Goyle, Shell, and Total are selling at the same price. Another um, text has sent that in. Uh, Nathan and Co. This morning, I've seen Goyle petrol at thirteen cities, ninety nine. Pesos and diesel at 15 cities 99 pesos, yeah. but two other OMCs I can't remember their names are selling petrol at 14.99 and diesel at 16.99. All of these were around Sakaman through to down some roundabouts, and that's Kwamina okay. from Winneba who okay. sent that. Someone also sent us a picture. Um, engine they have also increased their prices, so let me pull that one up for you and, and show you. So we've got super. Petrol, 17 CDs, 54 pesos, and diesel, 19 CDs, 94 pesos. Wow. 19 CDs, 94 pesos. It's, it's, it's 20 CDs. We're hitting the 20s. Mm-hmm. We're hitting the 20s. Now, hmm. how, do you, how do you deal with this when your commute relies on traveling with a, yeah. a petrol or diesel-fueled vehicle and you really don't have many options because of the type of work you do um, maybe because of where you live, you know, and even as we're going to see, transport fares, public transport fares yes, are going up nineteen yeah. percent. And but in light of this, they may go up. They may have more. to exactly. They may have to review that again. Even with that, it's less than what they wanted to do. Remember, now we're seeing fuel prices have gone up again. There's probably going to be a correlating increase in public transport fares. I'm sure the GPRT is watching this, thinking. Charlie, they should have given us our forty percent. Yeah, they should have. Because how how do how how do you do this? More messages are welcome on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Coming up, 
Uh, next is tech and social media trends brought to us by brought to us by Cal Bank. Now you can shop online or in store using our range of debit and prepaid cards, Visa, Mastercard, and GH Link. Additionally, our app and CalNet solutions support you and your business to perform all your transactions. To learn more, call zero eight hundred five hundred five hundred Cal Bank forward together. It's also brought to you by Vodafone. For many of us, social connections get us through the day, which is why Vodafone's refreshed red offers now give you so much value. Get your favorite red offers on Star 200 Hash and enjoy longer conversations with friends and families on other networks. Dial Star 200 Hash today. Vodafone, further together. And Godfather has the segment for us this morning. Yes, guys. Uh, mm. It's going to be hard. Oh. Don't worry. Cheer up. Charlie. <laughs> the number one trend on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, should I? Should, do you want me to read it for you? Nobody has asked you anything. Do you want me to read Nobody it for you? Nobody has asked you anything. Um, do, oh, do, do you want me to read it for okay, you? Okay, let me, let me actually start from oh. Basa Bayan. I'm out for a while. <laughs> What's happening? Get, see, get the painful one out of the way. Oh. Okay, so NSMQ final uh-huh. is what happened? Oh, trending. What happened? Was yes. that yesterday? That was yesterday. Really? Uh, so we had Adisadel College... Uh, represented by Fred Jabano on the CBS. We had um, Prempe College, represented by Gottfried Akuzobuafo, a.k.a. Nikweku, a.k.a. Pie, And we had Presbyterian Boys Secondary School, also mm-hmm. known as Presec, mm-hmm. represented by Bernardino Koku Avle. Mm-hmm. So the CBS team was well represented yeah, we in had, the NSMU finals. Yeah, like I mentioned Fred already. Yeah, so, um, Godfrey, what, what happened um, so, yesterday? Prosec won. Prosec won. Oh, they, they did? Yes. And you mean seventh heaven? Yes. Came to pass? You mean there's seven a living God? Yes. R- really? Yes. <laughs> oh. So they did win their seventh title. So, so the repeat of revenge was revenge. Because last year, it was so, you know, last year, <laughs> last year you were in the final. With Cockwick, the, can I finish the trends? Oh, but is it, ah, but we're talking about the trend. <laughs> let me finish the trends, please. Ah, but you said MSMQ is number one. So let me move on to the second one then. Uh-huh. But we have, have we finished talking about MSMQ? Yes, we have. Why? So, call someone. <laughs> tweets. <laughs> another another And says, this is Prempe's first loss to Presec in the NSMQ Ghana finals. It took them 26 years. <laughs> To do this, I can understand their joy. This is his pain speaking. Yes, it's a very apt message. Your pain is is showing. This is Prempe's first loss to Presec. It took them 26 years. Okay. I can understand their joy. Cosign on that. Also trending, of course, Barca Bayern. Barca in a very bad place. Bayern meaning decimated them in the Champions League. Uh, Of course, Presec trending quite heavily. Ken Masco is still trending. Uh, Prempe College also trending mm-hmm. uh, quite high up. And Ken Uferiata is uh, trending as well. Of course, we'll talk about what is happening with him later on in the show. Uh, but like I said, a lot of Ghanaians are, are not very happy with uh, the finance minister. Hmm. On some quick uh, tech news uh, from what's been happening. So, Elon Musk mm-hmm. visited Twitter HQ. Yes, he did. And guess what he did? You know, he's completing his takeover on Friday, so I've been giving you regular updates. Yeah. Dude showed up carrying a kitchen sink. Yes, he did. To work. Yes, he did. And he has changed his Twitter profile to Chief 
twit. <laughs> <laughs> and now, but the thing is this now, a lot of technology analysts have speculated mm-hmm. that Musk wants to use Twitter to help create an everything app. Okay. So time will tell with what he wants to do, but he showed up at Twitter HQ with his son, uh, changed his Twitter profile to Chief Twit, and he was carrying a sink. Yes. So Let that's, that <laughs> that's that one. But, um, what's up went down. We discussed this on Monday. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know what we, the questions the government in Ghana asked, what's up about what happened, but India is not taking it lightly mm. at all. Because large populace, of course, WhatsApp very important. So their IT ministry have written to WhatsApp asking for an official explanation for the cause of Tuesday's outage. They say they want an official explanation okay. for what happened. Um, so once I get that response, I will uh, tell you what they are saying. And just the last one on advanced tech. So uh, Nigeria is redesigning its currency. Yes. Okay. yes, yes, yes. So the redesign, uh, it will happen in December. Mm-hmm. The redesign will impact the 200 Naira, the 500 Naira, and the 1,000 Naira notes. Now, they're saying that it's become quite easy to counterfeit the money. And so they are doing some sophisticated updates uh, to the currency. They're saying uh, they want to reduce the inordinate amount of cash outside the control of banks and currency counterfeiting. Now, global best practice is for central banks to redesign, produce, and circulate new local tender, uh, legal tender every five to eight years. Okay. But the Naira, the Naira mm-hmm. has not been redesigned for 20 years. Woof. So it is due one. <laughs> long over. Yeah. It is long overdue. A tech update. <laughs> That's all That's for it. the updates. Segment brought to us by Cowbank and Vodafone. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Shelly, what's up? Me, I did. How you doing? Managing. I be the job. You be cool. Side no damaging. And your girl, who she did? She just chop a birthday. And your mommy, who cried? She did church on Sunday. What be the move? Oh, my guy. Couple of moves off by it. I did do some running. See if I hit and I buy And yourself? Oh, normal. I did like a new day. I just chop cool. One corner, the wedge payday. Inshallah. This year, they are for married. The yarn, no, no people are Sunday, my Gary. Ha, ha, he, ha, ha. Make we link up better time be rough. See what CDs in my savings, but at least we demand I don't pay the lights bill, but at least we demand it. Job side hats more, but at least we demand it. Ah, for dudes, we demand it. Oh, capiche, we demand it. Still demo me in house, but you know we demand it. Fall asleep with my dads, but you know we demand it. These are bounce, but if we get some pounds, we go manage. We demand it. How are you? Fine, thank you. It's been a long time, oh. You don't look for me. Oh, why? Is it a sign, oh? And you? Oh, me? I'm blessed and highly favored. Even today, I did morning devotion with my neighbors. I used 15. Oh, I this to- is still the City Breakfast Show. Yeah, Thoughts be- and comments are welcome on the number 0549-986-996. Now, have you linked your Ghana card to your Zenith Bank account? Steady. No. Steady. What are you waiting for? Steady. Do it the easy way. Simply visit zenithbank.com.gh and look out for the Ghana card advert and linkage tab on the home 
homepage, link your card to your account today. It's easy, quick, and very convenient. Zenith Bank in your best interest. Uh, see you later. And over the last 20 years, Ashasi has been educating ethical entrepreneurial leaders through high-impact experiential education. The university is now recognized as one of Africa's best, with a bold vision to raise the bar for higher education on the continent. Ashasi graduates are considered among the world's best and receive job offers, start businesses, or graduate school within six months of graduation. As Ashesi celebrates 20 years of impact and excellence, learn more about the university at ashesi.edu.gh. Ashesi University, 20 years of educating ethical and entrepreneurial leaders in Africa. And our birthday messages are brought to you by Creamy Plus Evaporated Milk. Now, if you want to go back to the original creamy taste of evaporated milk, it's a great compliment to your tea, coffee, Gary Soakings, Mashke, and all of your cereals. Pick up some Creamy Plus Evaporated Milk. It is made with vegetable fat, and it's gentler on your stomach. You can get it at all Goyle shops, Bajana Total, and other supermarkets in your neighborhood. And for bulk purchase, contact Les Femme Distributors at Medina Ridge Junction on 0501-682-522 or Grace has found us at Akuko Photo in Dansoman on 0245-162-747. Our welfare depends on our healthcare. Hospitals and roads that we need, they are not there. Affordable and quality education, that's fair. But that's far much struggling to have bus fare. <laughs> Expensive waterway, they flow through the taps. The youth vex their potential is untapped. Day 17. Let's, uh, let's get to the line. Let's speak to Duncan Amwa. Duncan Amwa is. I just He's the executive secretary of COPEC. COPEC is the Chamber of Petroleum. Uh, consumers, all of us are petroleum consumers, so he speaks for all of us. Duncan, good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Nathan, good morning. Good morning to your team. How are you doing, um, Duncan? Uh, we don't stop listening to you, so we should be fine, except <laughs> that we are not fine. Yes, the fuel prices are going all over the place. Um, some um, we, we, yesterday we spoke to the Association of Oil Marketing Companies, and they were attributing this to the latest hikes to depreciation. Um, is that the only cause of these hikes, or there are other reasons why we see fuel prices going all over the place these days? In fact, of the three cardinal uh, reasons that your fuel would either go down. Uh, be stable or go up. Uh, the currency currently uh, happens to be the dominant one. And so for the window that we are even about to commence, uh, which is the November window, um, if all things were equal, uh, international market prices have not been that bad at all. Uh, but your currency has been a shocker. And so at the event yesterday to review the deregulation program, uh, only one thing ran through from the AOMCs to the BDCs uh, to the retailers. It looks as though uh, we may be throwing away the, the bi-weekly pricing uh, policy uh, shortly because give or take, at the start of the second window in October, which is the one we're currently in, mm. uh, per the deregulation program, uh, prices went up. And so one would have expected that the next time prices would go up again uh, would have been the first window in November, which probably commences somewhere Monday. 
Uh, unfortunately, as we speak, we are unable to uh, wait um, as an industry for the first window in November. So prices have gone up again. Uh, let me be quick to add that the variations in pricing you are seeing, uh, where engine has hit almost uh, 19, 20 Ghana cities a liter, um, the likes of Goyle Total continue to be around 16, 17 uh, for diesel, and then around 13, 14 for petrol. Uh, some of the prices are simply uh, undercut or underpriced. Uh, we do have an Excel sheet that allows you to input what the forex uh, rate is, what the taxes are. Uh, if you were to do the forex at even 15 today, most of the pumps should have been trading uh, around 1920 Ghana. But due to the competition they have, and again, due to boardroom, I mean, policies and wrangling, uh, some of them are still underpricing. Uh, that is not to say that we will not be happy uh, with those companies, but the reality of the situation is that the currency uh, has virtually wiped out the petroleum downstream industry. And we think that uh, if the BOG, the finance ministry, and the government itself uh, does not sit immediately with these petroleum service providers, uh, Nathan, I'm afraid... Uh, the coming week might be even more difficult than what we have witnessed this week. Uh, <laughs> this is this is very troubling. Um, you mentioned government and Bank of Ghana. What specific actions can they take to ensure that fuel prices do not go through the roof as, as things stand? Well, Nathan, earlier we had advocated for petroleum importation to be treated a bit separately from the way we treat importation of toothpaste, clothes, and all of them. Uh, if you don't have energy, your economy doesn't run. Everything will grind to a halt. And so if you have Forex, uh, we would have wished that aside probably medicals or pharmaceuticals, the next most essential thing to probably direct your Forex to uh, should be fuel. Uh, as we speak, if you were, say, a BDC or an OMC, with an exposure of, let's say, 10 million USD. Mm. You go to the bank to say, okay, I need um, 10 million USD. Uh, if the rate was 11, 12, which you use for your pricing, what it means is that you would have needed about 120 million maximum uh, to offset that liability of 10 million USD. Uh, if you get to the bank and the banks are unable to assure you of that 10 million at the rate of, let's say, 12, which would have been about 120 million uh, Ghana CD to pay your supplier, uh, and the rate has jumped to 15. What it means is that from the 120, you are now going to pro- probably look for 150 million uh, Ghana citizens. The challenge for them is that at that point, Nathan, you have bought the product already, you've paid. Mm. They've collected the citizens. And then there's a variance now, um, you know, accruing of some 30 million Ghana city. Just in order that they can offset the liability of 10 million uh, USD that the supplier is wishing to be paid. Now, once that doesn't happen, 
uh, if they don't get to go look for 30 million Ghana cities to add in order to be able to get the forex to pay the supplier, Nathan, the cycle will deepen. The supplier now also triggers a certain alarm that says that, well, my product in Ghana has not been paid for. So if you are also a colleague supplier, the Ghana market doesn't become attractive for you any longer okay. to want to bring your product. And so, Nathan, uh, the past week, some cargoes uh, destined for Tema and for that matter, Ghana, have had to turn away. You know what that means? You may be approaching a shortage situation anytime soon because as the products you have in town currently get depleted, the restocking, you know, process is also getting challenged because your BDCs are probably unable to even find the forex in order to be able to pay for what they have already contracted to be supplied. Hmm. And so it's a whole chain. It's quite messy. It's quite murky. Uh, we would expect that whatever interactions that uh, the economic management team would want to have, uh, they should put the BDCs, the OMCs, the retailers at the apex. Because from what we gather, from the little knowledge we uh, see from the industry, it looks as though we may be heading for a very, very, I mean, um, tough moment if we don't find immediate solutions so that those who owe their suppliers are able to at least get some concessionary, you know, dollar rates uh, in order to be able to offset whatever they owe. And then that could probably guarantee continuous supplies from the oil trading uh, companies globally. But if this continues, uh, Nathan, beyond us complaining today of the pricing, which I'm sure most of us in the country cannot afford, you may also be getting... Uh, seriously to a point where the product will not even come again altogether because the dollar is simply unavailable uh, within the market for the BDCs. Like Ajibendria indicated, mm. where they need 100%, the BOG is able to guarantee between 15 and 20%. What it means is that they will still have to go back there to the open market to get the dollar. Now, the commercial banks, also don't seem to have enough of the dollar to even be able to guarantee uh, the BDCs for them to be able to pay their suppliers. Now, if that situation doesn't change, Nathan, and you were an oil trader, I doubt you would want to dump your cargo uh, to Ghana. Mm -hmm. And so there's quite a bit of a difficulty uh, that the economic management team would need to treat as urgent. The business as usual at this point, I'm afraid, would not cut. Just finally, Duncan, you mentioned the possibility of maybe uh, petroleum products not being available if the cycle continues. Now, when you look at all of this, how close or how far are we away from this very perilous point? Nathan, uh, you are consuming on a day-to-day basis. And last night, the report I gathered was that uh, some of the retail points have even refused selling further. Uh, it is not strange to us uh, what we gather. Uh, you will get to a point where the person has the product, right? Yeah. Is unable to tell what the forex is, right? Is unable to give you a forward forex, you know, projection, whether to use 15, 16, 20. And so pricing then becomes a challenge for them. 
So selling then becomes an issue even when the product is in tank. That is one scenario. Then the second scenario is where you deplete the three-week stock you have. Uh, we probably haven't had, you know, what you will call the the buffer stock. Uh, that boss should have been keeping for all of us, the strategic stock levels. Okay. And so the debt stocks for the various uh, tank farms, together with what you have at the various stations and what you have within boss, if it can run you for three weeks, right? And like I indicated, cargo is already turning away from the Ghana coast. Mm. What it means is that the products you have aside the BDs is unable to, you know, price or the BDs is unable to put a specific figure to because they are not sure where the city will go the following day. Okay. If I price at 18 today, Nathan, hoping that I will be able to sell within a week or two and then collect the money and go to the market and be able to get a dollar at 18 and I get there and it's gone to 20. Nathan, the two city variation. If I'm doing 10 million, I mean, that, that's a huge amount. Two cities spread over, huge, of, over, I over mean, millions, a huge amount. It's a lot of money. And so beyond they not being able to now physically put, a, I mean, a figure to the pricing that they should even sell to you and I do very exorbitant. There is also the real possibility that you may not even have enough in tank within country. Uh, over the next couple of days, the next few weeks, uh, to even go around. And once that happens, you will start seeing queues forming simply because, uh, one, we do not know where the pricing is supposed to be. And then again, the cargoes that should have replenished the stock you and I have also uh, bought are not coming any further because the oil traders would simply want to shy away from the Ghanaian market who is unable to. Uh, pay for the stock that they had initially supplied. They won't add any more. Contago would certainly. Mm. Duncan, thank you so, so much for your time and for the explanation. That was uh, Duncan Namwa, who is Executive Secretary of COPEC. COPEC is the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers. Yeah, nobody likes gloom. But the truth of the matter is that, from what Duncan Namwa is saying, Koku and Godfrey, we are teaching towards a very very serious situation okay and uh, and from what he said the biggest takeaway not the biggest but when you drill it down he mentioned said three things can influence your fuel price what we are dealing with now is solely hanging on depreciation it's solely hanging on the volatility of the city and the fact that it's not strong against the dollar so any movement and that's it Sending your thoughts on 0549-986-996. Coming up next is your money. Your money is brought to you by CBG. CBG, we stand with you. Look, we asked the segment for us this morning. Charlie, leave him the segment. Go ahead. Look, on a morning like this, how did you... Hmm. Okay. The, the thing is that don't, see, don't go anywhere needlessly. <laughs> just, you see, that's what I was going to say, is that at this point, it's about how to save on fuel. And the only way to really save on fuel is to use less of it, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. the way the prices are going, there's really no way to predict. I mean, mm-hmm. even if you say, oh, you won't use your air conditioner as much, or you you carpool it, every time you wake up, is a new price. But as you said, maybe, unless it's a very necessary 
trip, like going to work. And, and, and when I say going to work, I mean, there are people who use public transport, but even then those prices will mm-hmm, go up. Mm-hmm. But some of us have to drive just because of the nature of what yeah. we do, you know. So it makes it very difficult to say you're parking your car completely. But mm-hmm. unless it's essential travel, Charlie, you have to think twice if, before you move yeah. it. But um, Nathan, Iwa, hey. Iwa. Iwa. That's the segment. <laughs> the segment is Iwa. Iwa is more But but really, that, really think about if if hmm. that if you are going to is it necessary? If you need to ask those questions, is it this where I'm going? Is it necessary? But at the same time, too, sometimes you just want to. I am going distress. Uh, uh, no problem. You can work around so you, that. But but distress with caution. Yes. Plan your distress yes. well. So, so that's, you know, yeah, yeah. I get it. Some movements will bring you money. Those movements, yeah. oh, uh, any movement that brings you money is good. But money that will offset uh, the fuel yeah. cost is good. Yeah, the money, the, the movement that will not add anything to your wallet or account think and twice. is taking from. Please think twice. Yeah. Because fuel prices are going up. That's that's the segment. Your money was brought to you by CBG. CBG, we stand with you. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. One year, soon sika. Zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Sending your thoughts and comments. Let's hear from you. 
Yeah, somebody sends me a message right now. Every time I hear Duncan, I'm wasting the stress. You know, let me hear Duncan. How are you doing, Charlie? Problem. But look, I, you know, I don't think I get the person's point. It, I, it's just it's not to knock Duncan out. But you see, he's a realist. He's he understands the space, and he's only telling us the actual scenario or painting the right picture. But don't let anyone say your business process is at its optimum productivity. No, never. Marketing competition is fiercer, customers are savvier and demanding, and what used to be a splash can no longer make a ripple. Now, Document Knowledge Business Solutions and its American partner, SSNC Blue Prism, gives you, or they give you Kickstart 2023 to showcase their robotic process automation solution. It's happening in two countries. The first event is in Accra at the Marriott Hotel on October 31. 9.30 a.m. The first session is from 9.30. We'll focus on banking, financial services, and insurance. And the second session is starting at 1 p.m. And we'll focus on the public sector, telcos, energy providers, okay. service providers, energy, and utilities. And the second uh, program or event is happening on the 3rd of November at the Azalai Hotel in Abidjan, Côte d'Ivoire. RPA is an emerging technology which refers to robots specifically designed to perform one or more tasks intelligently in a software without the intervention of a human. You can call 0244-378-319 or book um, or send an email precious.a slash or dash pobi precious.a dash pobi pobi spelled p-o-b-i-h at dkbsolutions.com and the I the eye, Obodai. You wear glasses, so you know this. Mm-hmm. Your eye is our most important sense organ. Yep. It accounts for about 80% of our awareness of our environment. Yet, most people do not take the necessary steps for proper eye care. And as a result, they suffer visual illusions, color vision problems, and common sight or reading disorders that can be corrected or managed. With 31 plus years of experience, Robert and Sons Limited Optical Services continues to offer comprehensive eye care services to help address many of such problems. Our services include all-day comprehensive eye testing with modern equipment, eye specialist services, pediatric eye care services, visual field testing, and so much more. Visit Robert and Sons Optical in Adabaka, Osudankwa Circle, Tema Community 6, Weja, East Legon, Adenta, Kumasi, and their new and ultra-modern Kofridia branch. For more information, call 302 222601 or visit us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter Robert N Sons Limited. Robert and Sons Optical Services. Seeing is believing. And at Kosombo International School, a Ghanaian co-educational international institution mm-hmm. under the auspices of the Volta River Authority is set to mark its 60th anniversary. The 2-day event is themed Educating Tomorrow's Leaders Today. It's on the 29th of October, which is this Saturday, and it's at the Akosimbo International School from 8 a.m. The chairperson is the Omanhini of the Kwamu traditional area, and mm-hmm. the special guest speaker is the president, Nana Dudankwe Kufuado, mm-hmm. and uh, they want everybody to come and celebrate with them. So come celebrate with Akosimbo International School on Saturday, 29th October. AIS, truth is our light.
0549-986-996. That's the text and WhatsApp number and telegram number <laughs> as well. In the light of WhatsApp going down a few days ago, the telegram number uh, is what you can rely on. Let's go through a few of the messages. Okay. Talkbait Dobu says, this is the time companies must consider allowing their workers to work from home or fuel prices be what? Wow. Okay, Nathan and crew, the truth is commercial drivers are gradually losing grip of their livelihood. It is dire in our case because of how our work is heavily dependent on fuel. Before the fuel shot up to 13 cities, 10 pesos per liter, I spent between 60 to 70% of my gross earnings on fuel as a bolt driver. My gross hasn't changed. Neither have my fuel usage dropped, but fuel prices have gone up by about 22% already. So you see how badly this is affecting us? It's really tough and something must be done. That's from Wafa J, the bolt driver. Why are we not going back to a work from home mode? Somebody's posing that question again. Uh, Charles in Awoshi says, good morning, city. It appears I have to leave this country and relocate to Côte d'Ivoire. Togo or Benin, <laughs> where things are far better. Hey. Our leaders there, here are simply clueless. What a shame for Ghana. Wow. Mm. Can't the government remove those nonsense levies like sanitation, talk, COVID-19, and special levies from the petroleum products? Okay. Now, Albert in Abelingpe says, an interesting song playing. He likes your song choice, Abeku. Mm-hmm. He says, a question though, where is Kofi Wayo? I heard his name in the song. <laughs> Okay. Um, I saw 13 CDs 10 pesos at Shell Legon, which I thought I didn't see well, but I just passed there again and it's still 13 CDs 10 pesos. I hope they're not deceiving us. Okay. Uh, Winand or Winand says, Good morning, City. I just bought petrol from Star Oil for 14 CDs 99 pesos a liter. Guys, the deregulation of markets in Ghana is not helping any of us. We're suffering too much because of this. There should be a form of consumer protection in our state. Else, things will get out of hand. That's from K in Accra. Mm. Hi, I just bought fuel at Total around the Malam Junction, and it was 13 CDs, 99 pesos. That's also from a listener. Now, good morning, City. I bought petrol three days ago at Goyle Presec Junction for 13 CDs, 10 pesos. I went there again to top up yesterday, and it was 13 CDs, 99 pesos. I budgeted 250 CDs, and I had to top up to get a full tank. Good morning, Godfrey. You know, you're getting full tank. Charlie? (laughs) (laughs) For decades now, Ghana has been caught up in a cycle of debt, weak commodity demand, and currency overvaluation, which has resulted in the decay of productive capacities and a crippling foreign debt due to poor corporate governance. I stand to be corrected. Until there's good governance that can focus on private sector growth in strategic export-oriented sectors, including but not limited to agriculture and agricultural processing and other areas, so that Ghana can have a rising economy, or else Ghanaians should consider living with such conditions. This is from Momon Johnson of Pennsylvania in the USA. The messages are welcome on 0549-986-996. But there's an update from Parliament. It's a very interesting update from Parliament. Parliament has been very busy since Monday. You had majority MP saying, we want to show Ken red card. We want him to go home and all of that. He and Charles Edubohan. And then the president said, okay, please give Ken time. He's sorting IMF issues out. We spoke to a search sample yesterday. Uh, to provide further context and some clarity and all of that. It looks like Charlie, the majority side, action day there. Charlie, they are trying to get their house in order. But there's an interesting statement that's come through from the majority caucus of parliament. 
Okay, now this is dated October 26. And um, Coco, you have the statement. Yes, yes just run us do. through what it is saying. On a nice letterhead, it says Majority <laughs> Caucus Parliament of Ghana, Parliament House Accra. Now, it's signed by the honorable, the Majority Leader, the Honorable Osei Chairman Sabonsu, who, as you said, we spoke to yesterday. And it says, Statement by the Majority Caucus in Parliament. Following the press conference held on Tuesday, 25th October 2022, by some members of the Majority Caucus in Parliament, demanding the removal of the Minister of Finance, Mr. Kenoforiata, and the Minister of State at the Ministry of Finance, Mr. Charles Edubwahin, from office, the President engaged members of the caucus and requested that the issue be stood down until the conclusion of the round of negotiations with the International Monetary Fund, or IMF, and the presentation of the budget statement and economic policy in November 2022, and the subsequent passage of the appropriation bill, after which time the demand shall be acted upon. After deliberations among the majority caucus today, Wednesday, 26 October, so that was yesterday, it was agreed to accede to the president's appeal. And that's it. Signed, Honorable Oseche Mensabosu, MP, mm. majority leader and minister for parliamentary affairs. So quite a tersely worded statement. No, no frills, no, not much elaboration there, but very specific. So they are, they have they have agreed to wait lines. until the round negotiations with the IMF, the current round of negotiations are concluded, mm-hmm. the budget statement and economic policy is presented, mm-hmm. and the subsequent passage of the appropriation bill. Mm-hmm. Then they will act on their request. Basically, if my math is right, they've given him a month and a half. A, m- a month and a half. Roughly, yeah, a month and a half. Mm. A month and a half. Yes, they've given him a month and a half. Six weeks. And he, he for, asked for three for, weeks. But this, this round of IMF conversations, budgets in November, November which is next week. Mm-hmm. But the budget is, I think, two weeks, the second week of November, if I'm not mistaken. Appropriations, there's a debate and everything. Yeah, so they've basically given him a six-week uh, extension. And importantly, remember they said they would not <clears throat> take to. part in any kind of budget discussions, government mm-hmm. business, but it looks as like it looks like they've acquiesced a bit on that. <sighs> according to the statement from the majority leader anyway. Because yes. from he from what he's saying, they've agreed to let all of this happen. Budget statement and policy passage of the appropriation bill. So So basically they are allowing this to happen on the terms of the president. Yeah. And not on their terms. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. Uh, they said they have acceded to the request of the president that he be allowed to complete the, the IMF, the IMF negotiations. negotiations. Um, but that leads me to ask a very simple question. Listening to um, Eugene and all those who spoke, Boama, Anabo Boama, and all, has, has, has your thinking on this matter changed? Because you did not want the the position was we do not feel this person can lead us through this. Right. But the president is saying I want him to lead us through this. Mm-hmm. So let him lead us through this and then change. Mm. Well, this well, the demand shall be acted upon. It's a bit cryptic. It's it's not too clear. It's a bit. But, but it will be interesting if the president reneges on this. It, I don't think. He... So so you are saying that the statement. After which time the demand shall be acted upon means your request for the finance minister to, and the minister of state to be removed will be granted. Yeah, because their demand is categorical. 
So the, 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 the only way, the only way they would have acted upon. Yes, I'm just saying the only way they would have agreed to let even the statement come out is the clarity in knowing what the, the end result. The end result will be, which is that after the IMF, mm-hmm. the budget which is being prepared mm-hmm. and the debate is done, mm-hmm. I will accept. Your demands. So why not state that categorically in the statement? For well, clarity for all of us. That's for Parliament. all of it. Yeah, the it's Parliament, but it's, it's in goes. the public domain. And yeah, but this is not for the presidency. This is Parliament. But the, the, the Minister for Parliamentary Affairs <clears throat> and Majority Leader has mm-hmm. issued the statement. Yes. Now, the... Stating the side... The ambiguity of the acted upon mm. is, is what I, I find interesting. Because... If categorically, or there has been that agreement that look, let's let's get through all of these things, then I'll grant your request. It could have easily been stated there to say, okay, we've we've come to this conclusion, and the agreement is such that blah 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 blah. Then after that, but I suppose um, the removal of the finance minister probably isn't something you want to put in a statement like this, right? Mm. It's it's quite significant, so maybe this isn't the right medium to communicate that kind of a decision, but. Um, the choice of words I still find interesting because I, mm-hmm. I think it just leaves wiggle room for something for for what you are expecting to not happen. Because if you <laughs> go back to the, anyone, anyone could come back to the statement and say, "Well, we never said he was going to be removed. We said the request would be acted upon." So, acted upon meaning what? Well, be looked at again. I, 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 would I think be... I, I think it, w- it would it would be a bit problematic if that were the thinking. Okay. All right. Okay. It's 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 a very. Nah. Uh, We've but, seen things before, but, but I I I I think that what has happened, okay, um, is a group of MPs showing their hands. You see, and let let's be honest about this. It's not about the numbers, like eighty or ninety. If even two, the way our parliament is today, if even Two mm-hmm. right, right. NPP MPs say they won't show up for work. There's a problem. There's a problem. <laughs> there is a problem. Yesterday, uh, uh, was it yesterday? Yes, for the Adjuasa for yes. debate. Yes. Yesterday, Honorable Kujokun was wheeled in again. Can you the Chief Minister. He, he's been ill for a very long time. Yes. But then, knowing very well that there's the potential of numbers, numbers coming yeah. into play, they wheeled him in. Again. They, they wheeled him in again yesterday. Okay, so the, the the problem the president faces is that it's not a matter of I uh, or ten or twenty. My even if one says I will show up, he has a problem. Adjusafo by herself is a derailed e levy for how many months? Yeah. Months on end. Adjusafo just Adjusafo derailed e levy for how many months? So they do not need another one. So I have a feeling they will be in a position to see this through. My only concern about this is, if you listen to the tone and the demands, the force with which they spoke about how at this moment, six weeks is a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Six mm-hmm. weeks is a pretty If the currency went through a week where it was, it was, it was getting battered by every other currency, so six weeks is a pretty mm. long time. 
For somebody who you say you don't have confidence, to give somebody who you say you don't have confidence in to see through an IMF deal, that realistically is not really dependent on his presence. Let's be, let, let's, let's put that out there. It can be done either way. It is not a personality-based negotiation. Okay, it's not a personality-based negotiation. So irrespective of whether he's there or not, okay, and it's not like the terms are his terms. The terms that will be agreed to are a group of uh, are terms that would have come through by virtue of discussions by different groups that are presented. So it's not his personal terms. Okay. Mm. So and I'm sure the MPs would have known this. It will be interesting to see the next couple of weeks and how this plays uh, out. Uh, again, this looks very clearly like politics uh, <laughs> out there. Uh, I, I, you know, so. We'll, they, they made their request. We'll see how it goes. I, I, but I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I'm disappointed. Uh, let me just say that. Okay. You, you, you <clears throat> thought that uh, they would want, stick wanted, to their guns with. You wanted stronger resistance their, from the MPs, even in the face of. I, 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 a part of me knew the backbone would not be there. Hmm. A part of me knew the backbone, but a part of me also hoped. That, that they would say no, no, that, no. No, that we would see them standing firm. But it's their choice to make. It's their decision to make. And they've made it, so... Yeah. But, 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 but don't you think... I don't know. I mean, there's a part of me that says that they want their man out. Maybe, maybe eventually they might get it. So even if they give it six weeks, we might still come back to wanting but then, their man out. But then, just saying, their man will go out on his terms. So okay, I, and, I guess, I guess your their point. terms were very but clear. I also feel another part of the equation is let's not forget the president's very public defense of the finance minister. So I I think about it and I wonder in six weeks like is will he change his will he change his tone? No, I'm saying the the president has indicated two things. He says the IMF and budget. And your budget. So he says the, let's get those, those are ones for those are key. I'm saying so that gives six weeks. Six weeks. In business and economy, a lot can happen. In six weeks, the economy could be fantastic. Well, not fantastic. It would have recovered <laughs> a bit, slightly. Hmm. Okay. And so, or we could be paying 25 we, cities uh, a litre for uh, fuel. For fuel. Okay. So, the, why settle for what you know <laughs> is the same thing? Yeah. You know? But but mm. what if six weeks six weeks then makes the argument of the MPs even more palpable? Like you're saying, if things get worse in six weeks, right? Then they don't have to shout. I think everything will be so glaring for them to to say. Or but I also something. like the point you just raised, Godfrey. What if things get better in six weeks? Do they now come back and say, "Well, look, he's, things are looking better." So, do you, are you sure you, you, we should get rid of these two individuals? I mean, because things are looking on the up and up. And their, their plans are working. Their strategies are working. Mm. And it'll be interesting as well because it will be much closer to Christmas, which for a lot of people is a gauge of how happy they're going to be for that period. So, if things are still looking down at that time, it'll be very difficult. I, I, I just think people. it's an interesting window. Yes, it is. That has I, been yeah. uh, that has been factored. And one thing I have I have learned from this particular government is how they don't give the time frames for nothing. There's always a method behind Oh, of course. Okay. Watch when Baumia spoke about we have arrested the dollar. Just go back. Okay. 
what had happened prior to the dollar being arrested, as he said, and what has happened after that, okay. that the dollar has bolted from jail. Things, you know, certain things had been put in place. So the timing of that particular statement was apt. Okay, so there are windows to these things. They know that, okay, within this period and this period, this is going to happen. Within that period and this period, what is going to happen? Yes. Guess what happens today? Seven ninety million. It drops today. Is it not today that it drops? Yes, yes, yes it does. Is, is, that, is it not the seven ninety million that the whole of last week we've been told will come and cushion the economy for a month at least? Mm. We said so. And even based on your own theory, you mentioned the IMF negotiation will need a few more weeks. So it falls smack perfectly in this six-week window. To see any impact. To see if potentially things. things can change. It's an interesting time. Well, it's an interesting window. But, very interesting. But like, like I, I, I have grown to understand, time can do one of two things for you. Yes, it can. It can either shame you or vindicate you. So we'll see what time does in all of this. But let's um, let's still stay with the with the economy. And uh, this week we're asking where the vice president was. The vice president is around. Mm. He's around. He was speaking at the Standard Chartered Digital Banking Innovation and FinTech Festival. Okay, so which means he's he's not run away. He's here. <laughs> he says Ghana's foreign exchange systems appear to be loose and he says it's part of the reason why we are going through the ringer at the moment in terms of the economy he says the government will present details of how to address this shortfall in terms of the exchange rate in coming days uh, we are dealing with an economic crisis that we have to address in different dimensions the first and most important which affects the confidence that we have in the economic system is to make sure that we have fiscal and debt sustainability. This has been one of the areas where we are having discussions with and negotiations with the International Monetary Fund about um, restoring fiscal and debt sustainability, no doubt, is not going to be easy. It will require very bold difficult but firm decisions and and i think these are part of the discussions that we are having with the imf and i'm sure um once those are concluded it will be clear that it will not be and it should not be business as usual because we have to adjust to the new global and domestic realities what we are also seeing is that the nature of production needs to change. Why do I say that? You are seeing Ghana consistently over the last five years um, having more and more trade surpluses. But at the same time, and we have had these trade surpluses on our balance of payments, this is like for the first time in about 20 years that we've had consistently about five years of trade surpluses on our balance of payments. At the same time, we are having a lot of current account deficits, which means that a lot of the foreign exchange that we are earning uh, from our trade uh, doesn't stay in Ghana. And, and, and one of the areas where we have to address uh, this is to reduce the import dependency 
that we have as a country. Uh, there is so much when you look at the broad spectrum, uh, uh, from toothpicks to tomatoes uh, to rice and maize and so on, uh, there is a very high level of dependence. But as the global economy is going to realign to the new reality with more self-reliance, uh, Ghana cannot be um, left behind. We also have to look very, very closely at how we enhance domestic production and reduce dependence on imports for commodities that we can very easily produce here in Ghana. We also have to look very clearly at our foreign exchange regime. It's very clear that it is quite loose, and this is why we are, we are, we are going to be working uh, to see how we can tighten the foreign exchange regime. And, of course, I think that some of the details around some of these pillars I'm talking about, uh, when the President addresses the nation, hopefully by the end of the week, some of these details will be fleshed out uh, in more specifics. But in, in broad terms, I think you cannot address the current economic crisis without addressing the fiscal and debt sustainability, without addressing um, the production side, without addressing the, the foreign exchange regime and, and what allows us to lose a lot of foreign exchange. But more importantly, if we are going to address this, um, this economy must be digitalized. So that was uh, the Vice President, uh, Dr. Mahmoud Baumi, and he was speaking at the Stanchard Digital Innovation and FinTech Festival. So um, the Vice President is still around, Kokui, is still around. Yesterday he spoke... <laughs> Said a few things about the economy. His his gripe really is, has to do his gripe has to do with the, the foreign exchange system, and he says it's loose. Mm. Foreign exchange system is loose, mm. but I find that really puzzling. He says, "Oh, there are things we can do or we should be doing." Mm. But Mr. Vice President, so why are we not manufacturing and producing at a crazy pace mm. and at a scale so high? Mm that we can find substitutes for the things we import. It's great that, look, it's great that he's, I did what is wrong. And I think we've all said it in, in this parish here that the more we import, the more dollar we'll need. And clearly we know what it means. But, I mean, he's in a position where he can cause things to happen. So, I, I, I don't know. I, I think this is a good moment to read some messages. <laughs> read some <laughs> messages. <laughs> what? So, but, are, are there no messages know. to be read? Coco seems to be a little. Ah, there are, mes there are messages. People are sending messages. It's true, they are. Okay, Vosman has sent a message. He says, So, by the majority's statements, Ken should write a budget for someone to come and implement. He should draw up an IMF program for someone to implement. Okay. Now, this listener says, Ah, bah, listening to Duncan has worsened my already spoiled day. My anxiety is at its highest. Oh, sorry about that. But Duncan says it as it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Nathan and team, there's an increase in fares from 7 CDs 50 pesos to 10 CDs from Amasama to Medina. That's about a 33% increase. The authorities should call those at the Amasama station because that has been their stock in trade. Arbitrary fare increases. Well, the interesting thing is, you know, 
for let's say GPRTU, they have to come to a consensus, announce transport fare increases. We've seen what's happened with the OMCs this morning, where we're seeing price changes and really not much announcement, right? Because mm-hmm. of the forex situation. Um, why are drivers, commercial drivers, expected to swallow those increases and not act or react accordingly and still wait and maybe, you know, because it, it looks as though we are saying, well, you can't just increase your transport fares just like, but, but, they're, they're, also, but they're also doing with, yeah, dealing with the high fuel yeah, prices. Yeah, but they belong to a union, right? They do. Yes, so if the union Agreed. says do this, do that, do this. Agreed, but again, it, for how long can they do that if fuel prices increase arbitrarily? Do you understand? Anyway, I used to buy 60 Ghana CDs or I used to use 60 Ghana CDs to buy 10 liters of fuel in January this year. But I just used 140 Ghana CDs to buy the same 10 liters at Legon Preset Goyle. Asemu, where are we going? Okay. Good morning, CBS team. Um, I filled my tank on Wednesday, October the 19th, around 7 p.m. at 700 Ghana CDs. My engine is a 2.0 liter, yep, 2 liter engine. And I commute between Frafra and Ridge every weekday. Averagely, it lasts for six days, inclusive of Saturday. I hardly drive on Sundays because I'm mostly home cleaning and cooking. My tank was empty yesterday night, so I had to refill. Unfortunately, I don't check fuel prices because I will still buy, no matter the price. So I buy what I can afford, and I move away. Mm. This is from Hanatu. CBS team, I would like to mention that Duncan Amwa is one of the most effective executives in this country within his circles. I pray he does not become a politician to become corrupted as well. (laughs) This is from Kofi in Adenta. Okay. Good morning, City. I decided last month that I was going to stop driving to work. So I join my neighbor every morning. And when I close, I take public transport. I only drive to church on Sundays and when I'm going to buy goods for my small business. This has helped me save so much this month. And I've channeled that fuel cost to other important things like food. I've cut down on other expenses like Netflix, reduced my subscription from premium to mobile. I do my own hair at home, and I'm still thinking of other ways to cut down on my expenses. This is Sandra in Tema. Interesting. Some tips from her. This hardship is more than that of 1983. Fuel prices are going high. Internet bills and DSTV all inclusive. Our parents should stop talking about 83. This is 22. (laughs) That's another thing from Kufredia. Nathan and Co., when you go to your bank for Forex, the branch manager will call a black market dealer who comes to the banking hall with the Forex and trades with you right in the bank. Bankers are in cohorts with the black market dealers in this dollar spiral. I have had this experience several times. I'm Benjamin in a shy man. Okay. Benjamin in allegations. Speaking of the dollar and the depreciation, I think the president also met with uh, Forex bureaus and banks yesterday. And I think all the front pages actually today is dedicated to black market, Forex, and the city depreciation. Almost every paper that came. Mm. Okay. And it looks like uh, there's been a push towards that side of the conversation, you know, as to uh, the black market also now becoming one of the accused, the strong Mm -hmm. accused in the matters uh, of our economy. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that in a second. Mm-hmm. One more message and then we'll yes. take a Yes. Jesse in Sakumono said, I hear the president is going to address the nation by this weekend. Isn't it too late in the day for that? After the horses have bolted from the stables, the president should please show working. We'll see that and appreciate it better. More messages are welcome on 0549-986-996. This is the City Breakfast Show. We'll be back after this short break. Don't go anywhere. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Life no they go. Things no they go. Chala I need cash. I need momo. Chala need momo. Chala need momo. Things no they go. Life no they go. If it up, I know they see. Cause me, I don't know. When see Chala, mami momo. Mami momo. Mami momo. Give me momo. I'm better just give up. Cause life makes flow. And Chala give me formula. The boys still blow. But for now, mami momo. Mami momo. Mami momo. Mami momo. Give me momo. I wake up in the morning, challenge nothing in my pocket. No food work for your boy. How I go fi move rocket? It no be easy for the GH. Challenge you for suffer and the MP getting V8. I take my paycheck and it be taxes and quam. Politicians like Ole, our tactics in one. The speeches and the long talk, Charlie, they be too much. But we know they see things and they know they do much. It be one this, one that, one plan or another. One presser and I can tell you we know they help a brother. Go the market, see the price and they rise. On very supervised, they go bring tears to your very eyes. Boys know they see top, Charlie with the tire. When I ice make red, cause the system be fire. Make the boys give me momo, make them boys sort me out. Make the boys come through, cause the game broke me Things know they be, life know they go. If it up, I know they see, cause me, I don't know. When see Charlie, mommy momo, mommy momo, mommy momo, give me momo, if I make a just give up. Welcome back, slow. It's still the city breakfast show. It's still blow, but for now, mommy momo. So 11 after 9, mommy momo, show runs, uh, it's running till 10. Thoughts and comments are welcome on the number 0549-986-996. But before we went on a break, we're talking about um, Forex. God, we were mentioning Forex. And in that, in the... In all this conversation around the economy, I like the, the term Godfrey used, that Forex, the black market or Forex, whatever, they've been accused, you know, some people think that they are also a part of it. The vice president says our exchange systems appear to be loose, you know. Somebody sent us a message saying that if you go to a bank, the bank man, according to him, the bank manager will call somebody from the black market and on the banking hall, no, back, 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 you guys sort yourselves out. And you move on. The president has been meeting a lot of stakeholder groups this week. And on day two of his consult- consultations, he met the leadership of the Association of Forex Bureaus, the Greater Accra Market Women's Association, the Ghana Employers Association, and the TUC. Okay, and now the meeting was to solicit support for the government as it finds ways of restoring macroeconomic stability. Macroeconomic stability. Uh, my colleague at the Jubilee House, Samir Afi, he has put together this report. We began the day with a meeting with the Association of Forex Bureau Owners, who the president described as key players in helping stabilize the city. The association says recent depreciation of the city is artificial and can be halted. Here is the president of the association, Katie Dadzi. With the announcement that we were even meeting yesterday, the risk started coming down. It means it's not natural. It's all this. This is all being done by people speculating and trying to make rainfall out of the situation that we are in. I hope 
this meeting too will help. And I can tell you from what happened yesterday to today that it's already stabilizing. We are here to hear what Mr. President you have for us with your team and through the, our regulators. We do what is needful to force to to solve this serious program that you can't even open the radio and not hear in Ghana being discussed as if it's a failed state. President Kufado on his part pledged government commitment to collapse the black market, which he says has caused the city depreciation. But one thing though I think is very important for us to to address the initial impulse, my understanding, the initial impulse for the creation of the Forex bureaus was at the time when our economy was opening up and liberalizing and, and, and trying to find a mechanism for putting an end to black market operations on our currency. That was the initial impulse. So we would have these Forex bureaus regulated by the Bank of Ghana, but which would make access to foreign exchange in a regulated and controlled manner easier. Unfortunately, somehow, this initial motivation for the creation of the forest bureaus has still not materialized. The black market, and you hear public commentators, it is commentators of the Bank of Ghana itself and others say, this is still the black market that is basically driving both the supply as well as the rate of our foreign exchange transactions. That is, for me, completely unacceptable. And we have to find a way to work together to drive the black market out of, uh, out of business so that the, the formal sector, in terms of the banks, in terms of the forex uh, bureaus, can be the proper avenue for dealing with foreign exchange transactions in our country. But in a situation where a country's critical commodity, like its currency, is in the hands of black market operators, that's a very dangerous situation for any country. The next group to meet the president was the Greater Accra Market Women Association. Their president, Messi Na Afowa Nijan, says they are prepared to help government stabilize the economy. <laughs> One reason why Nibia PG perishables, Nibi Nifitio, Ni Agbene, Kakun Fenoko, Kunfenoko, Nelaka involve another association, Sanibene, Echele. She never take decision, Nekaka Kawashino, Jalafe, Jala Agbele, Ninuwa Dromo Agbele, Nuwa Honi, Wasa Nia, Inche, Ming Pabu Fai, Nia Shaw. Ghana 
Kawate un na ke dollar dollar na angmeno wan fio nu waba ye wakpa angmeno koni wanye wana wada angma. Iwa ke noko ya no shi ata na ke kanto ke kanto kuyo na ata wo solution. Shi anye afite noko ke sa noko. The Ghana Employers Association was also at the Jubilee House to meet the president. The final group to meet President Akufado was the Trade Union Congress, the TUC. Secretary General Dr. Yaoban says government should fast-track measures aimed at mitigating the plight of Ghanaians in the face of economic challenges. President Akufado reiterated his resolve to take the country out of the current challenges. We're looking for an agreement that addresses important short, medium-term, but ultimately also that will strengthen the long-term aspirations that all of us have for the structural transformation of our economy. Because it is in there which is the long-term guarantee of the prosperity of our people and of our nation. so that was a report put together by my colleague, our presidential correspondent, Samir Afi. Highlighting day two of the president's uh, stakeholder consultation met with the Association of uh, Forex Bureaus, the Greater Accra Market Women's Association, the Ghana Employers Association, and the TUC. Well, interesting, yeah. interesting conversations uh, the president has had. Um, my, my, my small concern mm-hmm. again has to do with in listening to Dr. Baumia talk about the economy in listening to the president of the meetings in trying to figure out what the problems are I never really hear them talking about the policies that they have undertaken that have not worked well which in my estimation is by and large where the bigger problems lie you know, so yeah, COVID has been a problem, mm-hmm. but the local damage as compared to COVID now, Russia, Ukraine, the local policies as compared to that. Okay. Now we are, um, this week, like I said, I found it interesting how the black market has come up because obviously the currency has been running and yes, they do play a role in this, but I'll ask you a simple question. The bank of Ghana a month ago, when they undertook that exercise of the streets to arrest street level black market operators, did that stabilize the market? How many did they arrest? How much money did they get off the streets in that one exercise? They arrested 76 or so that day. Did they pick up a million dollars? If you look at the kind of hole we are in, look, the forex space in this country it's not dominated by forex bureaus. It's dominated by the commercial banks. 
Okay. Okay. So, in having that conversation, you are looking at Forex Bureau trades that are around like 1.2%. 1.2% Forex Bureau trades. Some of that seep into the black market. If you look at the kind of hole we are in and what problems the currency has faced, yes, let us tackle the, that, the, the, the black markets and whatnot and regulate properly. I agree completely. But how much of a solution does that give us? How big a dent does that make? Like I said, I'm looking at the numbers. Forex bureau trades are only 1.2% of total Forex transactions in Ghana. Only 1.2. Wow. Okay. So, I, I'm i hoping that as they are in PDRC, publicly they are, are laying blame, allocating blame on other factors. But as they are meeting in PDRC with met stakeholders and they are going back, particularly in dealing with the dollar situation because it's been a big problem. I said I saw images of people go showing up at Forest Bureau's queuing up and they'll tell you there are no dollars. They don't have any. You know. They should look at some of the policies. I see. Mining companies took out hundreds of millions of dollars from the economy in like this. What did the government do? If you look at that kind of dollar outflow from the country as compared to the blame on speculation, which does exist it, it, and it's a problem. But I'm saying if you wait, would it not make sense to attack this over-liberalized Space that we are in, where everybody comes to do business and takes their money out mm. as a first stop, whilst also dealing with this one, the one point two percent that you are looking at. So for me, I I think the government needs to find the balance. You know, uh, uh, it has tried a lot of times not to point fingers at itself. In all this, okay. it never it never points fingers at itself. So it's always something else other than government policy. But the policies have been bad. The policies have not helped us to survive the periods that we are in. So as soon as the system got shaky, all the FDI that we had brought in positively was also allowed to leave. So everybody is repatriating. Let's take it. Let's take it. Let's take it. The regulatory framework made it so. Mm. The vice president says the system is loose. What system is loose? It says the foreign exchange system. But the repatriation of the money from here, there is it not loose too? Maybe that's what he's, I don't know what he means. Is it not loose? We've seen, we've seen issues where, well, did you not read on this platform a couple of months ago, Nigeria were having forex issues, telling yeah, Emirates that, hold on, hold on, hold on for now. We are not allowing you to remove <laughs> any money from here until we sort ourselves out. Who has been stopped here? I know conversations were had with some companies, some of the um, massive companies, particularly the mining companies. They did meet the president where they said that, oh, we will slow down on... But someone had already <laughs> shipped it off. 
they've got to pay shareholders. How are you going to explain that to their shareholders that the government of Ghana says this and so they shipped it away? That is the bigger problem. So they need to fix that. Plus other things within the market sentiment. But even fixing the market sentiment requires then checking the commercial side and some of the decisions that they make. Because for me, that is what the market responds to the government's decisions. Okay. The government has not made a lot of good decisions. And the market has responded poorly to it. So, as they are in PDRC, they should consider some of those things whilst looking at, you know, because I read city depreciation is not natural. Uh, Katie yes, Gazi, uh, the president of the Forex Bureau Association of Ghana, said as soon as they announced that they were meeting the president, that uh, the, 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 the currency stabilized. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on. So you feel that government Come policy on. is not working? No, I'm just saying that I've just given you some examples. I'm just saying a month ago, BOG, as part of measures to clamp when down on this, started arresting and they said they were going to even keep it up. People told them that it's not possible. And we've, there are ways to deal with this. Like I said, we've been to countries where it's very hard to get dollar. Even if you show up at a forest, it might take you two hours. The process is so frustrating. You don't want to show up. They found ways of doing that. We must find ways of doing that. I have no issues with that. But I'm just also saying that the blame that is being laid there, how huge is the black... We are, we are, if the black market alone is responsible, is <laughs> dominantly responsible for the woes of the city, do you know the kind of black market that we have then? And we sat down all these years, we didn't know that all the speculation was going on. So I, I'm just saying, look... Yeah, it's good to share the blame. Let's share the blame and all. But fix the policies too. Messages are welcome on 0549-986-996. We'll go through some, some very interesting messages have come in. We'll go through them a little later. But let's talk about cars. Whether you like cars or not, you come into constant contact with them. They are on the roads. You probably have a few in your house. Your neighbor has one. Your best friend has one. You wish to own one one of these days. So we've been joined by um, Dennis. Dennis Gauga is uh, communications manager at CFAO, and Richard Richard Fume is sales manager Mercedes Benz CFAO. Interesting, Mercedes Benz. Yeah, yeah. Oh nice yeah, friend. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, but we're already friends. Oh, but we're all friends. We're all friends. <laughs> we're friends. Yeah. friends. Yeah. I mean, there's no yeah. The love of Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> the love of Mercedes. Uh, Dennis and Richard, good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Thank Nathan. you so much for joining us. Welcome good to morning, the Breakfast Show. Good morning, Thank you. Um, so. First up, I mean, is CFAO Ghana PLC a Ghanaian company? I know CFAO, you know, usually you, you associate them with, anyway, is, are they a Ghanaian company? Uh-huh. <laughs> I like where you're going with this. Yes, um, indeed, um, it's a French company, originally CFAO. Uh-huh. Yes, but um, like you have in Ghana, like you'd have... Um, Sometimes a friend becomes more closer than a brother. Mm. And um, we've been around for over 113 years. Um, it's a group, but then it's registered in Ghana 
as a fully registered in Ghana as a Ghanaian company and uh, with the laws within the laws um, of, of the country. Um, we currently, the automotive division um, uh, employs over 200 uh, staff, Ghanaian staff, mm-hmm. um, occupying various levels within the organization. And um, of course, we benefit from skills transfer um, across the group. So we are very, very much ingrained in the Ghanaian fabric and we are part of Ghana as as you'd want to have it. Yeah. yeah. And our board is also constituted by well-meaning, um, very well-established um, Ghanaian business entrepreneurs. Yeah. Wonderful. So, so is it true that um, CFR deals in Mercedes-Benz now? Well, Nathan, thank you, and uh, a good morning to our listeners once again. Um, sometime earlier this year, uh, we signed an exclusive agreement with Mercedes-Benz in Germany. So mm-hmm. CFU has the exclusivity now to deal in Mercedes-Benz in Ghana, in the Ghanaian market. Wow. So, yes, we have. Mm-hmm. Okay. So whenever okay. I come into money and I want to buy a Benz, <laughs> I, I know where to go. <laughs> yeah, <that's great. laughs> yes. so, so, so what about... Uh, Benz or Mercedes-Benz customers from the previous dealer. What's going to happen to them now? Yes, um, like you, you, when you started, um, you were wondering, hey, CFA or Yeah, Mercedes, because, yeah. It's <laughs> a new shift. It's a big yeah. shift. And um, I'm sure people were asking questions. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yes, um, we, we welcome all Mercedes-Benz um, owners. And um, for sales and after sales, they are welcome to bring their, their vehicles okay. to, to um, CFAO Great. Yeah, and buy vehicles from okay. us as well. Mm-hmm. And what about the warranty? So warranty... Will uh, it still apply? Warranty definitely applies. I'm on, I mean, the most important thing is that you buy the vehicle from the dealer and then ensure that you, you, you respect the service intervals and servicing with the right person. Warranty applies wherever you come in. One good thing is you can only claim warranty from the authorized dealer. Mm-hmm. So then you need to make sure that you are claiming warranty from the right source. Okay. Yeah, so once you, you um, service and maintain your vehicle from the authorized dealer, you don't have any problems with losing your warranty. You know, like with, with any automobile company, if you go and do your servicing elsewhere, unauthorized servicing, I mean, you lose your warranty on yeah. On your yeah, that's it. I see. Okay, but is CFL ready to handle the Mercedes brand? Like, you know, Mercedes is very popular here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do, you, yeah. do you have enough spare yeah. parts for people? You're ready for them. So, so again, like Dennis already mentioned, we are we are fully ready. We've been in existence. We've been in the automotive industry for some years now. Mm-hmm. We have the expertise and the experience, and we also we also rely on the expertise of. Uh, the, co- the corporate institution in our network across Africa and even across, across the globe. So what, what we do is we are fully ready. We've had a lot of extensive training for our technicians and then for our salespeople in readiness for the Mercedes brand. We are fully ready for it. Okay. Now, you know, it's quite popular for people to seek servicing elsewhere, like not from the dealer for many reasons, but yeah. will other workshops be able to maintain Mercedes vehicles? Okay, and what if somebody goes elsewhere for maintenance? You've already talked about the warranty, yeah. but what are the implications of that if people patronize the services of other workshops? Yeah, the good thing about technology and um, the constant improvement in technology is that most of the new Mercedes vehicles that are on sale these days are connected to Mercedes' special network. So before you can perform any servicing on the vehicles, they actually have to be locked um, unlocked by Mercedes wow. in Europe. <laughs> so there are special tools that are given to authorized dealers to 
do servicing, complete servicing and maintenance on the vehicles. So if it's not logged in, the vehicles have um, uh, communication ports, several communication ports now. And so if you do servicing, all of these actions are logged into the vehicle and they also cross-check from the other side. So you may be able to do something from other places, but it's not thorough. It's not complete Mm. and not um, manufacturer certified. (laughs) So if you're spending so much money buying a Mercedes, you you might as well just make sure you do the right thing. The whole elite brand. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So so you don't do a matramakwe with anybody. (laughs) From from what's going on, you cannot. But okay, what if you're a Mercedes-Benz owner, you want to trade in your old vehicle for a new one? Is that possible? Right. Again, uh, we it's something that we already do even before Mercedes-Benz came in. So you can trade in your Mercedes-Benz vehicle for, in fact, every any other vehicle we sell in our showroom. Okay. But then if you want to trade it in for a Mercedes also, okay. it's acceptable. So trade a Mercedes for a Mercedes. Mercedes or for any else. other brand we sell. Okay. And it wouldn't necessarily have to be a Mercedes that has been maintained by, by the authorized dealer or any... Someone can come in and you evaluate the car, you assess it and see if it's something you can take on. Every vehicle that we bring in, we treat it case-by-case case basis. Okay. We look at the vehicle, we do the evaluation, we discuss the value, and if we agree, then we move out from there. So okay. the space is getting even more exciting. So you can trade in Mercedes-Benz. You can buy traded in Mercedes-Benzes from mm. us. So we've checked the vehicles and we are sure that, okay, these the, this particular vehicle passes and so you can buy it from us okay. and so we've, we've even opened it up and made it more exciting authorized for, pre-used yes, nice. authorized pre-used i like <laughs> yes. i like the okay. i like yes. the sound yes. of that you know you can hire me use pre-owned. i can i can pre-owned pre-owned. yes 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 <laughs> you know i can do consultancy for you for for the fee of driving a mercedes <laughs> you know you know okay so <laughs> Once you go American, yeah. once you go American, oh, bars, bars. Okay, so there's talk of a court case, though. Now, I'm I'm sure this is a bit sensitive, but is it going to affect CFL's dealership agreement with Mercedes-Benz? Okay, okay. I actually wanted to gloss over this, but mm. anyway, um, this this came in the news um, some time ago, mm-hmm. and of course, with every um, business um, partnership and stuff, when um, there's a divorce, so to speak, um, it's, it's not as sweet, it's not um, the, the sweetest, but um, this will not affect anything. Um, okay. Both parties um, have been in business for decades and years and centuries now, and so uh, both legal teams have done their homework, the needed necessary homework, to ensure that this switch over or this move over is, is legal and it's, it treats, um, it respects, you know, business laws of the country and everything. So it, it will not affect... Um, the dealership, okay. essentially, yes, it will not affect. To be sh- to be clear, you are the only authorized Mercedes-Benz we dealer are in the Ghana. Only authorized. Authorized. We have yeah, the contract we signed. Yes, we are the only authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. But you do sell <laughs> other vehicles. Yes, we do. do. Oh, yes, yes. yes. So CFA is a multi-brand um, automotive company, and so um, we've had these um, world-class brands working with us because mm-hmm. we respect the the brand values of each of the brands, we create the necessary space for each of the brands to okay. operate independently. So, um, yes, we, we deal with other vehicles and Mercedes as well. Okay. Okay. And the new showroom will be where oh, for Mercedes? Right. Oh, yes. Where can people come and look at those beautiful vehicles <laughs> so, and admire so, them? Great, great. So today we, we, we will be located at the airport bypass road. Okay. The exact location CFO is now. We are preparing a... An ultra modern showroom in there to just host our new baby, the Mercedes. Okay. So 
uh, we are hopeful that by January we'll be fully ready. However, currently we, start, we have already taken stock of some of the Mercedes, which we have started selling. So when you pass through today, you will see some Mercedes on, on display. Okay. And you, you might have seen some work going on on the showroom. Mm. And so we've changed the stars boldly and boldly on the building. The star, the the star, star is exactly. now it's finally at home. <laughs> it's finally home. The showroom is being um, made according to Mercedes-Benz standards. And they're very, very particular about how their showrooms are laid out. So Great. that's being worked on. And the workshop as well um, mm. has mm. also been, um, the workshop space has been created. The base have been prepared. The teams have already gone and done their training. And so we are waiting in readiness. By November ending, thereabouts, we should be ready with a workshop. workshop so people can start bringing their vehicles in. But then the showroom will be fully ready in January. Okay. Okay. Message uh, standards. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Just finally, I mean, what would be the main difference between those other Mercedes and the ones that CFAO deals in. Okay, so uh, we, like we mentioned earlier on, we have that exclusivity with the manufacturer himself. So every vehicle he's manufacturing is for our standards, is for our terrain, is for our roots, it's mm. for everything we do in Africa. I mean, I'm not sure most other uh, dealers will be able to get from the manufacturer directly. They can't. Mm. So then they may end up buying from other sources, which may not be designed for our terrain. So you are very careful with the type of vehicle you are buying, else you may not get the full enjoyment you want to get out of your car. Especially with the fuels. Um, mm. The injector systems and all of those are specifically made per the fuel that uh, is consumed in a particular region. So if you go and buy something for Middle East and stuff. The fuel specs are different. So you bring it in and probably have issues with your, your vehicle. Good yes. point. Yeah. Good Great. point. So but but I, I think it's important that we highlight that they are now, they now have the license. They are to the, authorized the authorized dealers. Don't make a mistake and go and buy from some different place and you get problems. You hey, get hey, issues. Hey, hey, no, yeah. we don't want that. Um, so, I mean, f- final words to those who are out there. This is very new. Somebody's tuning in and they are hearing that there's some change somewhere. I mean, final words to your current customers and potential customers who will be dealing with you going forward. Okay. So, um, CFO, like they know, or our customers know, um, we, we stand for excellence in the automotive business. And um, this excellence has been shown by or demonstrated by Mercedes um, trusting us with their brand. And so um, if they are looking to buy Mercedes-Benz CFAO, now is the place to be um, for sales and after sales um, service. And also our customer care also ensures that we make sure the customer is happy at every point. And we are also held or we hold our feet to the fire whenever we have issues with customer service. So we are held responsible um, with our customer service. It's not just um, lip service, mm. but we, we make sure that the customer can hold our feet to the fire. And so, um, yes, we, we invite all our um, customers, existing customers, prospective customers to come and enjoy a painless, um, seamless and a sweet journey to owning a Mercedes-Benz <laughs> and other vehicles okay. as well. Yeah, just, just, just a few uh, reminders on one. So currently, yes, you we're saying that the workshop was being put together. Yes. So, so when do you hope to like get it off the ground? So we mentioned earlier on we are looking at by November. Okay. We'll be fully ready with the workshop to start working on all Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Mm. Then the main showroom will be fully ready by January. However, the vehicles are already available and we are temporarily using a, a, part, a part of the showroom okay. for exhibition. Okay. So, so the current CF, uh, CFAO, please, that's where people, if people want to 
come and have a look. They can pass by and see exactly. what's going on. Exactly. Great. Yes. Great. Nice. We, should, we should go there. Oh, yeah, you know, we'll enter the <laughs> showroom. Yeah. We expect you, we'll give you test drives. We'll see how it's feeling. Yeah, oh, that'll be fun. Just after the test drive, I'm sure you wouldn't want to come out. <laughs> that'll be fun. My, my two minutes of fame in a month. They start checking your pocket. Yeah. Like the tech challenge, it means I have to work hard. Aspirational brands, See if you can own a Merco one day. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the goal. Guys, it's, it's been fun. It's been fun talking to you. We had Dennis Galga. Dennis Galga is with uh, CFO. He's their communications manager. And Richard Fube, sales manager, Mercedes-Benz CFO. So you heard it. They are now the new authorized they have the authorized uh, uh, go ahead yes. right yes. to deal in mercedes so yeah. if you love your mercs go there CFL. talk to cfa and drive around and feel happy like mm. they said they'll give you great customer service and yeah if you have a problem you call me i know dennis dennis richard thank you so so much thank you have a nice. great day thank Listening to the City Breakfast Show. We'll take a very short break. When we come back, we've got more for you. Don't go anywhere. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. There's one thing called money that everyone is trying to find in as well. Very necessary. We gotta go hard on this one. Yeah. Believe it or not, we all need it. Ah. Money be the root of evil, but poverty they kill some people. But after they make that money, what I give be just to believe you. Don't let nobody deceive you. Don't make everybody go believe you. Then they pretend like they don't see you But they really want to be you Baby boy Baby boy What up for the make that money Cause baby boy Baby boy Make money Baby boy Make money What up for the make that money Stack them bills baby uh, Those days we the lay low if I won't stop, then they say go If I won't dig back, then they tell me If I do Prince things, then you take go Then I saw I gotta work harder Had to become first with Gucci and Prada The girl I get them days, she they move back She they duck me, cause they say I no be nada Then I gave everything Charlie Jumped in head first, buried in Charlie Pond if you answer the mix and now When we get to the door, we let it mean Charlie I the grind all day, I the roll with the bakers People, yeah, be all for the bread And when I wake up, I just thank God for my life And I say no hope for the dead People hear me, yeah, they clap, clap, clap and they say, Nathan Carl, you're a big boy And the less is snap, snap, snap When they see me round town with a big toy Challenge you for work hard, make money You forget strap show for your life I they go hard and I get money My boss call me the show for my type I, I, I gotta keep going on, keep running To my soul, where's out, I'ma keep gunning Bring papers and top-notch capers This life is a song, so you better go and keep humming Challenge you for feel I'm quick Money be the boss, you for need, I'm quick My girl feed hurt and they feeling sick Cause she needs new pairs and the heal, I'm quick Yeah, money be the root of evil But poverty, they kill some people But for they make that money what I give you just to believe you Don't let nobody deceive you Don't make everybody go believe you 
Yeah, they pretend like they don't see you, but they really wanna be you. Baby boy, baby boy, wanna for the make that more. I'm forty-seven. Those days. Nathan Kwao. <laughs> yeah. You, you see, Abeku, big ups to DJ Abeku. Abeku has been treating our listenership to some of your music. Yeah, some of my songs. So yeah. we have to acknowledge that. Earlier on, he played Momo. Yeah, we Momo, played Momo, yeah. Played Momo. The it's a great song for the period, you know. And he, listen, a listener asked you sent this. Nee Van Der Poy says, Nathan, on a lighter note, why don't we hear you announce your own song when yes. DJ Abeku plays it? But you'll be telling us about Tupac and Go. Please, behave yourself. The Momo song, they pop. Thank and it's you. true. They pop, wow. And you we'll, just heard we'll him again. What you just heard, that cover of Bibi Yeah, that's, yeah. That that's was, uh, Nathan that's as well. So, for those of you, if you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> that's Nathan. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so earlier I played Momo. Very, very interesting song. Very, very interesting song. Very, very interesting song. Maybe one of these days I'll go on a little... You know, tired. Not tired per se, but I'll just tell you a bit about the stories behind some of yeah, the songs. You should. Some of the things I, I you should. do. Right? You know, mm. Momo. Well, the inspiration for Momo is very interesting. I, I had that. I had that beat for years, actually, like a year or two. Okay. And I didn't know what to do with it. Like I was really creatively. I hit a block at first. Okay. Then I thought I got inspired. Then I hit another block. And then on a drive home from a party one Saturday night. It just started, the inspiration just kicked in. So by the time I got home quite late, around 11, by 1 a.m., I was almost done writing the song. the song. I think I was in that zone and it came together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even song. when it came together, I wasn't sure, Charlie, this one should I shouldn't tie by you. Momo, yeah, Maybe I love it. Momo. Yes. When I wrote the song, things weren't like this, but it was a little mm. apocryphal, if you, you like. See? You can send in your thoughts and comments There are a few um, messages We'll go through them before the show ends We have about 10-11 minutes uh, 10-11 minutes uh, Koku, let's, let's go through some of, of the messages Alright, Cole from Adenta says uh, Uber and bull drivers are now doing Operation Charge Your Own Wait, Operation, operation charge, charge Your Own Fare so the apps will increase fares when they realize they are losing their commission. Oh, wow. Hey, Charlie. Really? Okay. I'm a mechanical engineer who just got a new job. Due to the increase in transport fares, I'll no longer be able to go to work since transportation only per month is taking a huge percentage of my monthly salary. I can't save anything when other expenses set in, which is very sad for a young guy like me. Oh, I hope this doesn't mean he has to give up a job. That he just got a new job. Charlie, I'm planning to go to Upper East and buy two donkeys. Then I'll park my car and ride the donkeys. Okay. So is Dr. Bawamia still proffering ideas, even in government? What has he been up to these past six years? What became of this over 100 questions he posed to the past government? Is he implying he did not have answers to them himself? Elsewhere, he would have resigned long ago. Due to loss of credibility. That's Prince in Agbogba. Now, Angela, also from Agbogba, says, I think it's time we look at a good transportation system. Most people will park their cars and join public transport. Angela, you have a point, you know. Because driving is becoming an extreme sport, Charlie. (laughs) Extreme sport. Hmm. Good morning, guys. Thank I think all that the vice president is saying has been said over and over again. In fact, he said nothing new. His speech yesterday further cemented the fact that he has no clue. That's Jones from La. 
Okay, Sebastian Cole Howard from Ashaiman says, I think the vice president's address just reiterated the issues we already know are sinking down the nation. Ah, we don't need any more lectures from him on the problems. What we need is the solution, especially steps to bring the dying economy back. Okay, Nathan, the prices of transport fares have increased. Oh, I took a car from Swan Lake to Circle, and to my surprise, I was told the price has increased from three cities eighty pesos to four cities twenty pesos. Please, all prices have been increased at Circle. I thought the increase was from twenty ninth October. What's going on? This is Eric from North Kanishi. Yeah that, 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 that. yeah, that is um, what the GPRTU and then the GTCC, which basically negotiates uh, for the GPRTU, also intimated that they were giving it three days from the agreements before implementing. But it looks like some of the transport uni- uh, the drivers had already decided to go ahead and increase. They said they, they didn't want to wait. But so far as the increase falls within the threshold mm. of the 19%, then they would not have an issue, even though they would have hoped that everybody had started at the same time. Mm. But is that if you're, uh, you, you increase the prices above the 19% threshold, because uh, it's for certain bands. Mm. It's not a general 19% per the explanation that they have given. There are certain places that should be below 19. Some will not even go above 4%, some 5%. The 19% is the upper limit. So they've been able to uh, set that out. Um, City, last week I was at Stambik and a woman came to buy dollars at Bank of Ghana rate to go and sell on the black market because black market rate was higher. The system is very loose and the average Ghanaian traders are taking advantage. But how did you know the person came to buy? Well, I'm also wondering. I'm the the person vocal, you know, standing in the bank announcing what she was going to do. I'm I'm also, well, that's what she's saying, you know, who knows? It's just weird. Good morning, City (laughs) FM. My problem is that as a government worker, if I'm not performing, I'm sanctioned and I'm not paid for some time. Why is the president and his ministers and other functionaries still enjoying their salaries and other packs as if everything is normal? If we stop paying them, they'll start thinking properly. By then, we would have enough money to pay our debts. Well, um, good morning, Nathan. As for the vice president, the least said about him, the better. That's Stephen in Accra. Prince in airport says, instead of solving the problems, Dr. Bamiya is listing the problems for us. After six years in office, what a disappointment. The vice president is talking as a vice presidential candidate. We've heard this over and over again for over 30 years under these two parties. We're just not serious. A country that is strategically positioned to prosper from agric has moved more V8s than tractors and and combine harvesters. Until we have a leader that will prioritize agriculture and create a booming economy in that sector that employs majority of Ghanaians, we will continuously suffer. That is Aguze who sent that message. The hyper-liberalization of Ghana's economy and the way it allows for maximum repatriation of profits is certainly part of the problem. Real solutions to fix the economy will include addressing policy, and economic policy must change. We need to undo much of the economic liberalization. For example, capital liberalization must be addressed. We also need to regulate foreign exchange and the financial sector. Critical to control how foreign institutional investors participate in Ghana's financial markets. Strengthen domestic revenue mobilization. Refocus direct on direct taxes, especially of corporations and high net worth individuals. Collect property tax on house and land and focus on high-end communities. Okay, Lots of but yesterday ideas I heard, being profited there. Yesterday I heard something that really surprised me on uh, importation of tomato paste. Oh, yeah. Oh, tomato paste. Yes. Apparently, like, globally we are 
Top five or something. I don't know your jollof. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because you eat a lot of jollof rice. Yeah. And that's the main... I think if there's one meal... That people use a lot of tomato paste for it's probably. But you might, you, you know, it, it sounds simplistic, but you might just have hit the nail on the head because guess who the other one is? Nigeria. Nigeria. Ah. And go. we are the two who do jollof yeah. with that one because the Senegal jollof is slightly different mm. from Trip, yeah. yes from ours, and the Gambia jollof is also slightly. Different. It is us and Nigeria, but I was amazed <laughs> by the fact. If you look at, we are doing like twelve percent. Nigeria is doing twelve point five percent. But I'm just saying, look at the size of Nigeria. And look at the size of Ghana. And we are just point five behind them. But but in importing, right? They probably manufacture a lot of it as well, locally. You see, because for their size, if they are doing 12.5, and we are doing 12, that's a lot. For our size, if we are just... Mm. Point five behind Nigeria, then we are importing I'm like importing crazy. I'm, I'm, let me do small gamma lizard. Let me do small gamma lizard. What is a gamma lizard today? Front page of the Daily Graph. Mm-hmm. This constitutional <laughs> review thing that they are doing. This constitutional review thing that they are doing. I have problem. Today I really wanted to go there, but time did not allow it. Twenty ten, mm-hmm. we, we conducted mm-hmm. eighty six thousand interviews. Across the country, different groups, bodies, institutions, to figure out what is wrong with the constitution. We come back and we have selected Professor Michael Kwe and two others to do constitutional review. That includes somebody who was on the original constitutional review commission. Sometimes I feel making proposals that are already yeah, in. The Constitutional Review Commission report. 964 pages. Of it. Yeah, yeah, because CAP ministers are 35. Majority, minority, leaders propose. Then they talk, they then talk about Supreme Court, uh, justices limited to 15. Charlie, just go to page 224 of the Constitutional Review Commission report and read what is there. This is a Negro spiritual moment to lament. <laughs> Sometimes I feel okay, let me let you sing because <laughs> Sometimes I feel like a motherless child. Oh, sometimes I feel. Oh, you actually are leaving me to sing <laughs> like a motherless child, a long way from home, a long way. From home, you have to lament sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but I go for that. I get you on page two to four. I'll go over it. You know, we've like, detailed we've done the work already. Like I'm reading it, so the same ministers at 35. I think it should be lower. Do you know what they didn't talk about when they met? Oh, MPs, MPs, you have MPs. This small country has 200 and something MPs. 200 and something constituents. We should not have. We should not have. Okay. They didn't talk about that. They want to talk about the monarchy, appointment of ministers, lack of competence. All fine. But it's in the Constitutional Review Commission report already. Mm. So why are we doing this again? Mm. Oh, this is like some academic exercise. It, it will not matter. This is the second day... This this week, yeah. that this story has made front page of the state-owned daily graphic. Obviously, tells me it's very important to them. But I'm also saying we have constitutional review commission report. 
How was it yesterday with the the funeral preparations for the late Tamamanche? I can't say much because I couldn't go out. Exactly. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> but from the, the, the videos and pictures we've seen okay. so far, I'm wondering why such a beautiful thing was hidden under the cover of darkness. Well, maybe mm. cultural purposes. Yeah, right. because yeah. I, I, I agree. Yeah. The imagery yeah. was stunning. Was so beautiful pictures. Stunning. Okay. Okay. All right, now not so far, it says got the news at 10. But that's our morning show. Many thanks. My name is Nathan Kwan, starting for Ben and Avle. We are back tomorrow morning with more.